Welcome, everybody. I know it's been a rough couple months here. We've been traveling through different dimensions, but you found us. We're here. This is episode 29 of Battle School Dropouts, and right. we just watched the first six episodes of Sunny Boy. Uh, I'm Stu. And I'm Bakri. And yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But uh, how are you doing, man? Uh, <laughs> sleepy. Sleepy, uh, yeah. But otherwise, good. Uh, my my yeah. roommate got COVID, so um, which like you know at the time it was like a little stressful, right? It's like I didn't have it; I was still testing negative. But he had tested negative while he had symptoms, and then t- got another test, and that that came back positive. And so we were all like, "Oh no!" Oh, like no. now I got it. Like so, I canceled all my plans for that week and the weekend and stuff. And that turned out to be actually kind of wonderful. It just Dude, just played games. I know. Just right? watched movies. You know, it was nice. Yeah, it's so nice, like, not doing anything. Yeah, I forgot like, how much I missed not doing shit. Yeah, no, last, uh, as of recording, last Monday was uh, Labor Day. That's right. And, like, it was, like, I did all the weekend stuff, like, Sack Anime was over the weekend, and then Monday rolls around, and, like, it was just chill time. Like, just, yeah. I sat on the couch, I played uh, Stellaris on Steam Deck, like, the whole day. Nice. It was absolutely wonderful. That's That sounds sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I got this yeah, week off uh, from work actually, but I'm going to uh, I'm leaving to New York tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah, so my friends got business there, and I was bored, and I was like, I haven't been anywhere in a while. That's, why not? <laughs> they invited me along. I was just like, Yeah, sure, fuck it. And then so took, okay. took the week off. Yeah, gonna go to the Big Apple for the first time. You can make it there. You can make it anywhere. We really gonna... picked the right day to record that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, that's fucking rad. I can't wait to get in the guy's way while he's walking, you know? Oh, I think he, he's going to have some choice words about that for hey, me. Hey, hey, guy, I was walking right here. I think that's how it's going to go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Is there anything in New York that you, like, want to do? Uh, like, oh, man, I got to see that. There's, like, a there's like an arcade in Chinatown where that's, like, been in a bunch of movies. I can't remember oh, the name of it, shit. but, like, there's photos of, like, like, Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks and a bunch of other, like, <laughs> fucking B- Bill Murray and all them are in there. And I'm like... I'm gonna I'm gonna play that uh, that pinball machine as well. Yeah, yeah, dude, you're gonna be like in the in the the ranks, you know? It's yeah, like you got Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep, and then like Bakery from Battle School Dropouts went yeah. to the arcade. Holy <laughs> shit! Incredible. Top three celebrities that were in that establishment <laughs> get fucked. Bill Murray. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I'm not I'm nothing wrong with Bill Murray. I'm There's not the probably biggest, something wrong with him. I don't know. I'm not the world's biggest Ghostbusters guy, but like I don't have a problem with it either. You don't you're telling me that that might imply that you don't have super strong feelings about the lady Ghostbusters? Um I forgot that came out actually. <laughs> I don't like I've seen the first two Ghostbusters. I don't remember shit about them, but I've seen them. I didn't see the Lady Ghostbusters or the the Stranger Things Ghostbusters. Did that come out? Yeah, I saw Stranger Things Ghostbusters. Was that any good? Oh, you didn't see the Lady uh, Ghostbusters? I, I I guess I have seen them all. Now oh, I think wow. about it. Yeah. Mr. Superfan over here. Yeah. Uh neither of them are good. Oh. So, you know. Shame. Uh yeah, the Stranger Things one is like frustrating because it's like almost funny. Oh. There's like a lot of like moments of like, wow, that could be a really good joke. And instead they like seem to purposefully in- in- avoid it. Yeah. It's, it's really frustrating to that, watch. That uh that that kid, the Stranger Things kid. Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard, which that can't be his real name, right? Probably. I don't know. Like, That's too cool of a name. It's cool, but like it's cool, but in a in a way that like I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past a particularly hip pair of white parents to come up with, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they just happen to already have the name Wolfhard, and they're like, "What about f- what?" And the the dad's like, "What about 
Aiden or Jaden or Caden or something. And the mom's like, what about Finn? He's like, oh, yeah, we do love Adventure Time. Because <laughs> they could have been old enough to have that. <laughs> so. Shit, right? I know. It's weird to think that Adventure Time's like super old yeah, at this point. Yeah, super old. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of Adventure Time, I've been watching. It actually has very little to do with Adventure Time. But, <laughs> Good transition, um, though. Uh, I've been watching this show on Netflix, Bee and Puppycat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you watched that? No, I've heard a bunch about it. Uh, I follow a couple of animators of it yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. It's is it really pretty good? Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it is very much, because like when I saw it, like uh, I saw like a short trailer, I think, and and just kind of looking at it. And it, like, it looks like, it looks like a cartoon, like a Cartoon Network style, like cartoon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it very much is, but it is obviously made not specifically for kids, but for like the adults who are into those kind of shows. Like this is aimed squarely at like people our age who really <laughs> love like Steven universe and adventure time and stuff. And oh, I got God. no problem with people. We are on a fucking anime podcast. I'm not yeah. casting that first stone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, the main character B is like a, she's like a, of indiscri- uh, indeterminable age, but she's like, obviously like a, like an adult ass adult. And she's like having trouble keeping a job down and stuff. And like, she kind of has no direction in life and whatnot. And then she meets this, weird dog cat thing called puppy cat, which also turns out to be like a interdimensional traveler type thing. And the two of them go on fun adventures, but it still kind of keeps that slice of life. Like, you know, she also still has to figure out what the fuck she's going to do in her very normal human life. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's interesting. Yeah. I see what you're saying though. That plot really does feel like a aimed for us kind of plot. Totally. And like, I don't think it, it, if I were a kid watching it, I don't think it would be like, I would feel too out of place, but like there are some kind of signifiers that like, yeah, this is for people a bit older. Mm. Um, like, I don't know. Someone says ass once in a while, or like, you know, there's some spooky monsters that show up that are like maybe a little too creepy for kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, the hardcore sex scenes are probably a dead. <laughs> yeah. That's too. a problem. The racial yeah. slurs, you the know, racial slurs, yeah. like heated gamer moments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but all cat. stuff that we love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Big fan, big fan, big fan. Uh, yeah. Puppy cat t- talks in like auto tune gibberish with subtitles. And uh, yeah. Just oh, that's cute. Can't to get that guy to stop being, you know, just anti every sort of uh, every sort of ism, really. Uh, ism and phobia. Yeah. Can't yeah. stop him. Yeah. Arachnophobia is the big one. That yeah. is. Yeah. He's got some real nasty slurs for spiders. I didn't know those <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's very cute. The uh, the soundtrack is done by the producer Bats, who uh, I liked. Um, there was a rapper named Milo is. Well, no, he no longer goes by Milo, but he is still a rapper. Uh, he had a, a mixtape called Milo Takes Bats, where he took a bunch of Bath's beats and made a mixtape out of it. And I I thought those were fantastic. Bath beats? Baths. Baths is the name of the, oh, the, oh, the oh, handle oh, of the producer. Took Bath beats. Yes. I, I heard took Bath beats. I was like, that's a new genre. Oh, yeah. Me. no, okay. the, the album cover <laughs> is him in a bathtub. Uh, but, oh, okay. But okay. Baths is the name of the producer. He took Bath's beats. This Bath's is, is beats. This could so quickly turn into like a who's on next kind of <laughs> yeah. moment for us. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> that album's good. That guy who makes those beats is good. He's making the soundtrack for being puppy cat. It's a very good soundtrack. Um, definitely cribs off of that sort of like a uh, video gamey adjacent sort of style, the digital fusion style that uh, okay. like um, Steven universe is known for. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. And like really nice uh, art direction and stuff like that. I think it's a very pretty show. You don't get enough pretty cartoons aimed at like really any, really any like Western cartoons, like try, don't really try to put a whole lot into their like aesthetic appeal. A lot of yeah. the time. Yeah. I'm uh I'm still on my my Rick and Morty binge. I just watched like season five, which oh, nice. I think is the most recent one. And uh like I still hold like 
I'm like very Rick and Morty neutral, sure. you know, but I do think that's it's such a weird show because it's like it looks like ass, like ninety yeah. percent of it, and then all of a sudden there'll just be like these action sequences that I'm like, well yeah. done, okay, it not has, bad. Yeah, that's the that's something that kind of bothers me particularly about uh, like animation aimed at adults, um, you know, outside of like anime and stuff like that. Is that like a lot of it? I think that because uh, we kind of view animation and cartoons as like a, a kid medium, yeah, that like that you're 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 not being mature by trying to like, you know, engage with this thing in, in earnest. You know what I mean? Like, just like, you don't want to look at this because it just, it's pretty. And because there's like artistic merit to it, you want to look at it because ha ha funny poop joke. Yeah. And to each their own. I'm not trying to be one of those guys who shits on family guy and American dad or Simpsons or whatever, but like there is a lot, I don't know. I, it's nice to see that some people are exploring that potential Rick and Morty included. Yeah, well, yeah, because I I feel like when I think about really bad, like Rick and Morty, I think I wouldn't fight somebody if they said like, no, it it always looks like ass. Like, okay, yeah, you know, you do you. But like, I think about shit like uh, Big Mouth, like and the effect that that has had on adult animation. Where (laughs) see, I've heard that, but I don't know that Big Mouth does. Big Mouth really have that kind of reach. Well, I I know people who fucking love it, and it's got like five or six seasons or something. Yeah, I guess. Uh, what I guess what I more maybe it's not the main culprit, but it's the biggest one that I can think of of that kind of like look for a show or something. Like, there's so many adult animation shows where it's like we we've we've brought on some comedians we're gonna have them tell jokes that are a little ridiculous but we have no direction for the art style so just take what's popular slap it on there like i would say i would say family guys and kind of family guy and kind of by extension the simpsons are kind of the progenitor of that though i i I do think that there is some really nice art direction in the simpsons sometimes so that's absolutely yeah Yeah. um which i don't think the same of for family guy a lot of the time but (laughs) but yeah the Family Guy and its various spinoffs, I feel like, were the were the initial tremor. Yeah, and so many of these other ones are just sort of reverberations of that. Yeah, and I think the reason I gravitate to to Big Mouth for that one too is there's a show that just came out called like Slippin' Jimmy, which is based. Have you heard about this one? Uh, that name sounds familiar. If I did see anything about it, I probably just tuned it out. It's it's. I- it feels like a fever dream, like so, like a meme that somebody did, and I'm just taking it too seriously or something. But it is. Um, it is a spinoff of Better Call Saul. Like, so, like actually, like, or, yeah. Are you saying spinoff or knockoff? Does it actually take place it, in the Breaking is, Bad universe? It is in the Better Call Saul universe or okay. the Breaking Bad universe, okay. whichever you prefer. Um, it is about his life when he was young because he's, uh, oh, what is this? Saul Goodman's real name is Jimmy McGill or something like that. Sure. So he was known as Slippin' Jimmy back in the day. Spoiler alert for like season one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he's so it's about his life as like a kid, but it look it has a very like big mouth sort of look to it and whatnot. And just I haven't watched the show, so I'm being a little unfair. But yeah. everything I've seen online and people talking about it just looks like the least inspired thing. That sucks. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> understand why you why it why it exists. Who was like we like it, it really feels like well Breaking Bad's going away. Or Breaking Bad's done. Better Call Saul's done. There's probably nothing else they're going to do with it. How do we milk it for more money? It is It is really funny to see how, like, 
big of a way Breaking Bad has kind of come back into the public zeitgeist. You know yeah. what I mean? Because there was many years, like even while Better Call Saul was running, I feel like even until this last like season of Better Call Saul, I would go months at a time without hearing a single word uttered about any of those things. Maybe the yeah. occasional Walter White meme, you know, mm. uh, somebody knocks on his door and all of a sudden he's in Smash Bros, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then all of a sudden like this, <laughs> this episode, this season of Better Call Saul happens and fucking everybody, my little brother, I have a kid brother, he's 17. Yeah. He, uh, he was telling me some story or whatever and he pauses in between in the middle of it and he goes like wait real quick do you mind breaking bad spoilers it's <laughs> like, like that show came out when you were two years old <laughs> i've already seen it you cannot spoil that show for me <laughs> continue yeah that's so good do you mind breaking bad yeah <laughs> that's so good yeah it well because the the most recent season of better call saul was the finale yeah so i think that really kind of put it into because I've heard it's really good. I, you know, I haven't, I've seen, I don't think I've seen the latest season at all, mm. but. I've, I've only seen like the first couple episodes and I thought, I thought it was really cool, but I just, yeah. I haven't gotten back to it. Well, it's, it's funny watching a show like Better Call Saul or something like, it's nice watching like good prestige television yeah. and whatnot. I, I sometimes forget when I just watch like trash for like a really <laughs> long time. Like on the, okay. So Labor Day, I didn't do anything, right? Yeah. What I secretly did, I watched 30 episodes of Dragon Ball Z. Nice. I watched That's like, a great day. I watched like episode six to ep- the end of the Saiyan saga. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. like, like post Raditz fight all the way to like end of Vegeta fight. Yeah. All the snake way and everything like that. Yeah. Wow. I skipped you picked one an interesting batch of episodes. I skipped one episode. It was the one where he gets swallowed by like a giant snake lady. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, just halfway through. I was like, this won't matter. And I just skipped it. I was like bored. It's funny. Like we talk about how like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Like it, it's hard to say shonen anime nowadays because like really the, the, the vanguard of that right now is stuff like demon slayers and jujutsu kaisen and whatnot. But like, there was a time when shonen anime was synonymous with filler episodes and yeah. people would talk about like, oh, that's how shit like Naruto and Bleach and all them are. Not like the good stuff. And Dragon Ball Z has one fight and then bam, we're in spoiler, we're in we're in filler territory. Yeah. For like what, a dozen episodes or something like that before Ye- Goku gets to Vegeta. Oh, yeah. So much of that never matters. Yeah, there's there's like a whole episode where like Gohan like finds a robot yeah. and like you know, and like you can argue like Okay, it's showing Gohan's like like arc of like getting stronger and learning not to run away. Yeah. But he has that arc during the fight with Vegeta yeah, exactly. where he where 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 they're fighting Nappa and um the and Krillin and Piccolo are like, "Okay, we're going to distract him. You kick his ass, Gohan." And yeah. then Gohan freezes, but then later decides, "No, I need to learn to fight." So, the previous episodes where like he was learning and training didn't really do anything yeah you know? like, like they weren't terrible episodes but like yeah you could call it reinforcement i guess but yeah i don't know like so much of that just didn't serve much of a purpose besides having more dragon ball z to put on the screen which yeah. is fine yeah it's, it's just interesting like you know the 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 king of the shonen animes uh dragon ball z like wasted no time in, yeah in starting to waste time absolutely it is funny watching the saiyan saga and being like I kind of expected it to be worse than it would be because like of all those filler episodes and then like my my thinking and this is usually incorrect but my thinking is like when something's like the first of something it's like good it's noteworthy but it's not um gotta be the best like, yeah. to me like the dark tournament like peak shonen stuff totally. but like saying so i was like saying saga okay it'll be, probably be pretty good but whatever and i know it's not the first tournament arc in shonen or whatever but i was like 
this is actually pretty satisfying. Like yeah. it's got a lot of ups and downs and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I kind of expected Goku to just kind of show up and like just kick ass for the rest <laughs> of the thing. And like he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. He doesn't even he doesn't even strictly speaking win that fight, right? It was a uh, was it Yajirobe cuts off Vegeta's tail? Yeah, Yajirobe yeah. cuts off Vegeta's tail. Uh he gives the spirit bomb that he wasn't able to throw to Krillin. Krillin throws it at Vegeta. Vegeta deflects it or he does something. It bounces towards uh Gohan. Gohan swats it away, and that's what hits Vegeta. Uh, and just okay. he's like, nope, I gotta leave this man. I'm fucking <laughs> done, dude. What a show. I just got fucking spirit bombed. I got my tail cut off. I'm <laughs> just a so mad. <laughs> um yeah, there's uh Actually, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I, I can't really think of many other shonen series that like do kick off like really strongly like that. Yeah, you know, because yeah, Dark Tournament's like the highlight of Yu Yu Hakusho. Hunter Hunter is good from the jump, but like it's way better after the like the Hunter exams, in my opinion. Yeah, um, Naruto, the the bridge mission is pretty good. I really like the bridge mission. That's 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 within the first dozen episodes at least. I know nothing about Naruto. Oh really? Have you yeah. never watched? I've it? watched like maybe three episodes, not consecutively. Oh, just okay. Like, just by happenstance of being in the room while they're on. Yeah, because uh, like the first couple episodes of Naruto are like you know him graduating like ninja preschool essentially, <laughs> <laughs> like he, him graduating and becoming like an actual ninja instead of a trainee, and then um, him like meeting his teammates. And uh, like a couple other odds and ends type things. And then like episode five or something like that, they get their first real mission. And then it turns out uh, the guy who commissioned them, like he's he's like, oh, I'm headed to this place. I'm a bridge builder. I need some protection. I need bodyguards because who knows bandits. And it turns out that for like economic reasons, there's this like mobster basically who doesn't want him building that bridge because it's going to fuck with his like business in some way and so he's sending like elite ninja after this guy and this dude has hired a bunch of 13 year olds to protect him (laughs) and they're like dude this is an s rank mission and you build it like it was a c rank this is not good like you tried to save money you're gonna get us all fucking killed and like that's that's how it starts ramping up and that like from then on it's really fucking cool yeah i think i think what i like about um because in those filler episodes too of dragon ball z and stuff like that Mm. what makes it good and i think it's the same thing for dark tournament all that jazz you, to make a good tournament arc, you got to have, like, stakes to it. Yeah. Like, Vegeta and Nappa are coming towards the planet, and, like, there's a whole episode where they, like, kill a bug planet. And, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, like, and, like, Vegeta just, like, detonates the planet from space, mm-hmm. you know, because he's just that bad of a dude. So, like, yeah, when he starts kicking Goku's ass, you're like, this is a big deal. Yeah. You know, like, he's gonna fuck up Earth. Totally. Yeah. It's like... Stakes right there. Stakes right there. I yeah. love it. Yeah. 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 Like you gotta you gotta have that. You gotta know the danger you're in. Also helps if you're the underdog, too. That's true. That's such a huge part. Goku kind of stops being the underdog like pretty fast, I feel. Uh, he becomes the solution pretty quickly, from yeah. what I understand. Because like even from I, I think Frieza saga onwards, like the main problem that people keep running into is Goku is not present. Yeah. It's like, we're fighting the Ginyu Force. Gosh, I sure wish Goku was here. And then Goku gets here and kicks everybody's ass. <laughs> has a little bit of trouble with Ginyu only because Ginyu manages to switch bodies with him. Right. Um, the Frieza fight, like, yeah, it's intense. But, like, I don't think anybody is under the illusion that Goku's going to lose, you know? Yeah. I want to get through the... Uh, 
Is it Frieza Saga? Is that what they call? Is that what the cool kids call it, or is it something different? No, it's a Frieza Saga. Frieza Saga. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to get Saga, Cell Saga, Cell Boo Saga. Yeah. I want to get through Frieza Saga and maybe Cell Saga because that's what I remember watching when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't. I don't really care about the Boo Saga. That was where I dropped off when I was like a preteen teenager. Yeah. Boo Saga does some interesting stuff, but it definitely kind of loses its its way as far as like what people find appealing is in in Dragon Ball Z. There's a yeah. lot of good stuff in it, but. It's 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 confused, I would say. It's confused. Yeah. Oh, there's also the Android Saga. The Android Saga is good. Oh, because that's right before Cell, or that's yeah. like immediately after Frieza, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because because exactly. because uh, they land. Um, Goku lands. Frieza is back already. Like he's like Mecha Frieza or whatever. And Trunks shows and then up. Trunks shows yeah. up and just dusts him like effortlessly. Um, and then he's like, "Hey, future androids, we got you're going to fucking die of a heart attack. We got problems. Let's do this." Like. Oh yeah. yeah, that's the whole thing. Goku's gonna die of a heart attack. Yeah, a, a viral heart disease, and he viral needs a vaccine. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I remember that because I used to collect Dragon Ball Z trading cards, and one of them, like, there was like a, a spell card <laughs> called Viral Heart Disease. <laughs> it Kill. just shows a sick Goku. Destroy one Goku. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a that's so a valuable good. card in most any Dragon Ball type thing. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. If I had a free destroy one Goku in Dragon Ball Fighters, oh man. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have enough, is the problem. Yeah, There's too yeah, many that's, Gokus. That's very true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that in fighters you could have multiple Gokus on your team. That feels wrong. Well, half the roster is Gokus. I know. Well, you should have to mix like, it up. The fucking jank that people would have to play in order to avoid, in order to only have one Goku on their Listen, team. You're, you're talking to a man who loves jank. <laughs> I don't know. I am disappointed that that game seemed to drop out of the the fighting game zeitgeist as far as like a casual fan goes. Because like, man, I was like, this show, this is sick, and it's then fun. just never saw anything more. Really, the the lack of good netcode like really really did a number oh, on it for sure. Oh, okay, you know um, that, and like you know, it's it's uh, it, it always happens with these kind of games that like the 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 gap between someone who just plays the game for fun and somebody who's like trying to like learn the game you know what i mean that gap just widens over the lifespan of a, of a fighting game um to the point where like if you don't already play it and know how to play it or like no fighting games and stuff like that it can be really intimidating to get in and as people get like get old and sort of phase out then or not old they get bored um <laughs> they get older like by a margin of a few years but like as they got bored and phase out, like you have less people coming in, more people leaving, and it just sort of dwindles like that. Yeah. Until only the people who really give a fuck about it are still around. Yeah, because that that's always my thing with like uh, first person shooters mm. too. Is like there are a number that I'm like I need to get in on the ground floor, or I'm never gonna have fun playing this game. Totally. Yeah. Because I'm not about to dedicate. You know, I I think I probably have like 200 hours in Overwatch. Yeah. And that's probably the most I can think of in a, in a multiplayer FPS. Or a game that's dominantly for that. I, I, I have a lot in Titanfall, I guess I should say. Oh, as sure, well, sure. But I had a few hundred hours in CSGO at one point in time. But uh, Oh, I damn. Yeah, I mean, it's I haven't played that game in so long. Though. I didn't know you were a CSGOer at some point. For a minute, yeah. I had uh, in like 2015, 2016, I was playing that game pretty consistently. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a that's an esport I like. That's that's a fun one to watch. That's yeah. that's in my opinion, I think that's the most fun first person shooter esport to like uh, be a spectator. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, the Overwatch and and all them like never quite managed the um and, and I think it's a problem with the the like support for for spectating and stuff like that. Yes. Like, Overwatch being a spectator is just kind of watching through random players like cameras and stuff like that. And there's very little that kind of tells you like what's going on on a on a on a 
like game wide level. You know it, what I mean? It got better as like Overwatch League went on. <laughs> I remember because I remember at a certain point being like, oh, yeah, this is pretty solid. Okay. But uh, yeah, it definitely wasn't initially. Whereas like, and I know CSGO has had more time, but like yeah. CSGO, like you watch it and like you can see the arc that grenades go on. Yeah. Like, it does get a little confusing when they jump around if you if you don't really know the maps. Sure, sure. But uh, I th- I think it works pretty well. I th- yeah, I, yeah. I agree. You yeah. can see like the the big thing for me is like you got to have something you can look at if you can't tell what's going on on the screen. Yeah. Like and so for me it's like looking at okay how many people are alive on each side. Yeah. Okay. How much money? What's the the difference in money? You know between the two sides. Totally. Um, if you can, if you don't have anything like that to look at, then it's just like I don't know what's happening. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and I'm sure like as you get better or like as you know more about the game and stuff like that, like I'm sure that that it's more entertaining to watch, even if like the the sort of spectator support isn't there. But like getting into something like that from a spectator position, at least in my experience, feels almost impossible. Like even as someone who like I understand what the characters do and what yeah. the maps are and stuff like that. But even watching, you know, on a pro level, I'm just like, I don't I don't get what any of that meant. Yeah. I, I saw the tracer kill a guy. That's a good thing, I think. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. I think like Overwatch and probably Starcraft. So Blizzard games uh, are probably like I, I. And listen, Starcraft Two is like my favorite esport to watch. Yeah. Um, with regular Starcraft right behind it, both I like. I want to be like really evangelical about it. Everybody should watch Starcraft Two, but like really, if you're not like into Starcraft, like it's practically unwatchable. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's tough. I've tried watching some Starcraft before as someone who doesn't really know Starcraft. That is yeah. that is rough. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting back to real life. Uh, so we're recording this like uh, on 9-11. That we are. And, and before we get too grim, this previous week uh, was fucking ridiculously hot. How oh, did you survive, hot. dude? Um, I didn't go anywhere. I think it also <laughs> kind of helps. Like I said, I like I canceled a bunch of my plans and stuff. And so I was just like, oh, well, got to quarantine, got to stay in. Oops, I can't go anywhere. Sorry. And then just... Didn't go anywhere. Yeah. It's kind of nice. I just, yeah. I've been playing, like I've mentioned, I've just been playing fuck tons of Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> so, so, so much of that game. Now, did you, do you have, did you have that week off or did you? Uh, I didn't have the week off. Oh, okay. I've still been playing. You like, have I'm next playing, week off. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've, I've been um, like working and stuff like that, sure. But like, I okay. also work from home. So, you know, I'm still so don't have to leave jealous. the AC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the the little bits that I had to like walk outside, and like I'm pretty lucky for the most part that like a lot of my transit is on public transportation. Yeah, but like sometimes I gotta wait at a bus stop, or I gotta wait. I mean, I had to wait like 20 minutes on like uh, in like 110 degree weather at <laughs> like a bus stop, and like it doesn't really have any shade, and I'm just like, Aah. yeah, oh man, I'm gonna rough. melt. My phone gets so hot that I actually got like a heat warning on oh, it no. and all that. Yeah, damn. That's yeah, right. that was, but, well, I'm like, but I don't know what else to do. I have to watch YouTube <laughs> phone. I don't have a choice. That's fucking tough. Yeah. 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 Glad it, you survived. Me too. It was wild though. Like there, there were all the notices from like, uh, utilities companies that were like hey don't use power from like four to nine yeah you know? you, i got that like an amber alert like you know it just yeah. started like fucking powerfully vibrating my phone it's like hey look 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 yeah don't was, use too much power i want to say the the governor said it was like a state of emergency or something I think so yeah. yeah and like i we didn't have any power outages over here yeah so yeah, yeah it's pretty good uh, uh state of new york's in a in a state of or, or 
maybe it's just New York City, but they're in a state of emergency right now. Oh, fun. Over polio. What the fuck? I know. Polio? It's, it's the Roaring Twenties all over again, baby. Oh, fucking, get it. Become president. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> is that how you do it? You get polio, become president? Yeah. Does, does Joe Biden have polio? Probably. Uh, sure. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, apparently, this is just like it's 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 a problem amongst anti vaxxers or something. Yeah. Like it's got to be right because like we we figured this out a while ago how to not get polio, and I've been yeah. doing a great job of not getting polio because I got vaccinated when I was a kid. Yeah, because they still do the polio vaccine, right? Oh, yeah. 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 I I'm I'm pretty sure I was like, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I'm sure I did get vaccinated against polio, but like that hasn't been a thing I've had to think about as an yeah. adult. Um, and then like, I was like, oh, well I've been to Africa before. I definitely needed to have it in order to get the polio vaccine and yeah. a bunch of other vaccines to go there. So like, yeah, I'm covered. Yeah. I'm curious if, cause I've never been to Africa. Oh, uh, you should try it. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm trying. If you um, like spicy food and beaches. It's great. Oh, my favorite. Yeah. Uh, but I, so, cause I wanted to say that they like, and I'm talking completely out my ass. <laughs> yeah, sure. I want to say that they like kind of phased it out a bit because like polio is basically like dead in was, was dead, dead. in yeah. America Surprise. because it's one of those back just, you know. viruses that doesn't uh, evolve very frequently. Oh, that's sure. why that's why you got to get a flu shot like every year. Yeah, because the flu is like constantly changing. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, like you're, it's going through all those like evolutionary changes that usually take like centuries for or millennia for humans. Yeah, but they they have such a short life cycle that they're constantly evolving. So you got to do it with that. Polio's like been the same thing for like all of human history like yeah. it does not change and so like if we actually got vaccines like you know places where polio is mm -hmm. and people actually took those vaccines polio could just disappear good like just be like we we wouldn't even need the vaccine yeah because it would just be gone i think uh you know people are like it always happens like you know trends are a circle people like are like well you know, all this, there's this pandemic going on, but I don't want to get fucking COVID-19. I got to get something a little more out there. And then they're looking, oh, co polio. Let's bring back polio. Gotta, yeah. And now that polio is the wave, I can't fucking get polio. I got to get something a little more, a little more out there. I need a designer virus. So I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking this is my brand move for, for Q3 of this, Q4 of this year. Scarlet fever. Scarlet fever. I'm going to die good. like that girl from Little Women. That's pretty cool. I'm I'm leaning towards tuberculosis Ooh, personally. Nice. Classic. Yeah, going yeah. for that one. Definitely. Yeah, that'll be cool. <laughs> TB's killed some some historical people, I think. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm gonna like move to Arizona and sit outside with like a blanket and some shit and just like write a shitty American novel. Who is this? Who is it? I don't know. This, oh, okay. I, I feel like, like I'm describing. I'm describing. Somebody smarter than me can know who I'm describing. <laughs> I was like, it sounds like you're you're referencing someone specific, and but God, I don't know it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't either. This joke, yeah. <laughs> I just know that that was a thing with like TV. Like you would, they would say like you should move to a drier climate, and I think it kind of helps. Oh. You know, gives you another six months instead of just dying immediately. That's something. Arizona's got a um, what scorpions. Tex-Mex, yeah. yeah, they got some stuff. Happening. Honestly, I yeah. could go for some scorpions and Tex-Mex. <laughs> it's a pretty good, pretty deal, fucking yeah. good. Yeah, but yeah, the the big thing with the heat. So Sack Anime was last weekend That's as right. of recording, and dude, like I'd get back from Sack Anime and like I didn't drink really that at all yeah. while I was there, you know, which is a rare exception for me. <laughs> and uh, I got back and I just felt exhausted. I was like, how much did I have to drink? I didn't really drink that much. What happened? Oh, it was like a hundred and something degrees outside. And I was like walking back and forth from the convention center yeah. or out to get food or something. 
I mean, like Bernadette and I made a huge mistake and got food at this place, food and beers at this place. That was like, it was a good place, but they didn't really have AC inside. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So it was just kind of muggy indoors. And then we go back to the convention center and we do stuff. And it's like, <laughs> I think by five, by five o'clock, Bernadette was like, I need to go back. Like, I, oh, I have man. to, I have to sleep. Yeah. Like, I'm so done. Yeah. It's crazy how the heat will just knock you out like that. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, uh, I was telling you earlier, I went to, um, my, uh, I, I attend a Muay Thai gym for fun and fitness and, uh, uh, just getting hurt occasionally. And, um, I was there one day when it was like, it wasn't even as hot as it was this last week. It was like 105 or something like that. And everybody else was smart enough to not show up except like the, the coach and, uh, the owner's son, who's like a, he's an actual like trained, like fighter fighter. He has like a fight record and stuff. Um, and, and then there's me, like just this dumbass who like only shows up <laughs> once in a while and just like, Hey, I'm ready to get a workout in. And like, usually after I go to a class, like I'm beat, but I'm like, Oh yeah, I feel good. We got endorphins going. This is great. Yeah. Feel loose, you know? And after that, I was just like, I just need to sit down. I, just, I, I don't feel good right now. <laughs> I know it's weird how it's like just completely saps your energy. Totally. You. Yeah. Like I, I forget, I, you know, being a spoiled office boy now, <laughs> like I was unemployed for two years and now I work in an office where I have to wear a jacket that, mm. while I'm inside because the air conditioning. Oh, okay. So I high. thought that was like, you had like a uniform or something. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, nothing like that. No, it's just like the air, con- the air conditioning is cranked up high and I, my desk is like right under one of the vents oh, and I nice. get cold very easily as well. Sure. So it just feels absurd. Like there were a couple days in the last, like, like, you know, cause it's been, it's been stupid hot lately. That it has. And uh, I will walk outside and be like, fuck, I'm so hot. Why? Oh, it's because I left my jacket on. Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, okay, that'll cool. do it. It's 110 <laughs> degrees outside and I'm wearing a fucking You're plain old jacket. Fucking psycho walking down the street in a jacket. <laughs> yeah, I got picked up by like a Lyft driver one time and the guy looked at me like I was crazy. And it was because I was wearing the jacket and I was like, well, when I called the lift, like the guy was like two minutes away. So I'm like, I don't really have time to like put it in my backpack yeah, or sure, whatever. Sure. So fuck it. I'll just wear it. And the yeah. guy's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> are you okay? Damn. Yeah. It's fucking it's rough. It is. It is Friday in California. Damn. It really is Friday. It really is Friday in California. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it's, it's wild that like it, it dropped to like, I think today is like 95 degrees or something. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, it's so cold today. It's so nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I, there used to be a time when I would complain about 90 degree weather. No more. Yeah. yeah no, no, no longer. Yeah. Yeah. And my health, I, I like the heat for the most part, but once you get into like 110 and higher and yeah. it just sits there. Oh, and when I can't fucking sleep at night, that was the whole thing this oh, last week. Yeah, was sure. like, okay, it's time for bed. And I'm like, it's too hot. It's yeah. like still 90 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even at night, like sun's completely down and it is still like just fucking hot. Yeah. No breeze. Nothing. Yeah. That, that was fucking brutal. Just nasty. Ugh. Terrible state. Um, so. Okay. Have you heard of the Papa Bowl? Papa Bowl. The Papa Bowl. No, like 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 P A P A bowl. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what what is a Papa bowl? The Papa bowl is the new, the new menu item at Papa John's. Oh oh, I do know this. Oh no, it is it is like you know you're familiar with the Chipotle burrito bowl. Yeah. This is a very similar concept, except uh, it's the contents of the pizza minus the crust in a bowl. Yeah. There is no pasta. There is no any other sort of carb. It is cheese, tomato sauce, pepperoni, sausage, and bell peppers. 
and onions in a little trough. <laughs> and they put that trough in like a cardboard sleeve. And then they put that whole assembly into a pizza, like a small pizza box oh boy. that is still way too big for it. And then w- along with a plastic fork. <laughs> and then they hand it to you. <laughs> they just give you that shit. Yeah, I remember reading like a press release or something about it. It was like, oh, here's an option for when everybody wants pizza, but somebody in the group doesn't want a pizza. We have an option for them now. And I can't imagine somebody being like, oh, I don't want pizza. Oh, you have pizza without the crust <laughs> in a shittier version? That sounds great. Yeah. How about you just take that pizza and scrape everything off into a bowl and give me that instead? Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. That is yeah. exactly. Two of the three flavors also have, um, there's one that's a, that's like a veggie version. And then there's another one that's a, um, uh, it's a, it's like an Alfredo sauce version. So imagine just meat and cheese and Alfredo sauce in a bowl it see this is dumb it seems like it needs something more like you, would you think. should put it on something exactly um, god damn dude because like i can't imagine just eating like a bowl of alfredo sauce i yeah. i love i don't get me wrong i love white sauce i love alfredo sauce. same on pasta yeah yeah or i like white sauce on pizza great sure. yeah. You know? yeah 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 but fucking the, oh my god yeah <laughs> um so i tried one on friday oh shit you actually had one. yes yeah uh my my roommate and i we were watching have you seen um have you seen a review of the week that like yeah. really nasty? yeah um he did a video on it and uh, i was watching it in the living room roommate comes in he's like oh that's a new thing from Papa John's. And I'm like, yeah, it looks disgusting. And he said, yeah, I'm free on Friday. And I said, yes, me too. And so we went and got it. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, shit. He had a stroke of genius. We also got cheesy breadsticks at the same time. Okay. Um, though I, I need to I need to stress that this was not a part of the Papa Bowl. You do have to order those separately. They will not suggest that you get some sort of bread along right. with it. This is supposed to be consumed on its own. Yeah, a minimum wage worker isn't about to be like, "Oh, let me upsell this guy." No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's exactly what it sounds like. To uh, be for like for a mercy, it was at least like I don't know, fresh maybe a strong word, but it was at least like it seemed as though it had at least been reheated recently. The cheese okay. was like melty and stuff. Okay, that's I didn't have to fork good. and knife it, you know. Um, yeah, because that could easily turn into like a gl- like just a hard jello like mess. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you don't get it that like real quick, then that's yeah. exactly what it's gonna be. Um yeah, I mean, it it wasn't the worst thing in the world, uh, by virtue of the fact that I like cheese and tomato sauce and meat and stuff like that. Yeah. But like once you know it got it started the good times stopped when i ran out of pepperoni was the real thing oh there wasn't that many pepperonis in it and now it's like i'm just eating a bowl of cheese and tomato sauce yeah that seems fucked that's yeah i i I couldn't finish it i got like two-thirds of the way in like i I fought the good fight but after a while because like the that's pretty good to like like (laughs) there's not a lot of food i won't finish yeah same that's but damn it's yeah it's uh because the thing about pizza sauce is that it's kind of watery actually because i mean and it works oh yeah right because it's usually on a bed of bread that's going to soak that up and it's yeah. going to kind of like you know help that out um in this it's just pools at the bottom of your of your papa bowl mm. i hate when fucking like oil 
or like whatever like it's just seeping at like the bottom of whatever you've ordered yeah like it's that's very off-putting yeah sure. absolutely like yeah. if you get some kind of pasta dish it's cool that they managed to do that without pasta that's incredible it is kind of impressive yeah, yeah. i was wondering why you had so many details about how it's delivered to somebody oh yeah like, no. what, did, what did you i mean you can oh, learn that from yeah. the report of the week as well but yes okay. i did actually experience it Damn, firsthand yeah that's that's just <laughs> wonderful i can't believe you got one uh yeah it's, i mean Damn. You, you gotta, gotta go for it you just yeah. gotta know you know I, I i remember being really excited about the doritos locos tacos oh, back in the day good times and uh i really feel like i lucked out being excited for that one as opposed we actually went that to one paid off we yeah. went to taco bell at midnight to get it did we did you? like a midnight release you did a tacos. midnight release for the doritos yeah. locos that's yeah. I'm, I'm impressed yeah, we, we got dedication. a we got a shit ton of Doritos Logos tacos, and then we hung out in the back of somebody's truck. Nice, yeah, that's it was a, a good, great night. It was a great night. Yeah, we went to do it again when they did the same thing, but with Cool Ranch tacos. And I miss the Cool Ranch tacos. Yeah, those, it, were, those were not around very long. I, I don't guess think. they weren't. Yeah, because no. now it's just the regular. Yeah, right? yeah. Um. So we did that, and the thing was, the second time around, the Taco Bell we went to had gotten those shells early to like try out amongst like the the employees. Yeah. So by the time we got there, the shells had gotten stale. Oh no. So we we're there at midnight. We're getting the tacos like first on the West Coast, right? And they're all fucking stale. <laughs> oh, that sucks. You're the first ones there and the tacos are stale. That sucks. Yeah. How often do you even have fucking stale Taco Bell? <laughs> like, mean, like, like, like if it sits out for a while, sure. Yeah, but, but like, like, I'm sure there's some sort of, I'm sure someone at Taco Bell at some point thought maybe we should find some sort of airtight thing for this. Yeah. There but must be a solution. Not, not for that one. That's that a goddamn was, shame. Yeah, we, we, uh, what was it? We tried a, uh, oh, it was the chicken chalupa thing where the the, the, the yeah. shell was, was made of fried chicken. Yeah. We, we went and got that together. I think that was pretty shortly, like, after we moved in together for yeah. the first time. Yeah. Yeah, and that was fine. That that's, was, that was that's, fine, yeah. That's, that's kind perfectly of my, enjoyable. That's kind of my thing with, like, even, like, I, I was surprised that you didn't finish the pop a bowl because there's so many times that, like, fast food companies release weird shit. Yeah. And I'm like, that's super weird. And then you get it, and you're like, I mean, it's not great. You know, like I got, I got, a, I thought the double down, like the KFC double down, the thing that's like a sandwich, but yeah, the bread yeah. is uh, fucking fried chicken. Yeah. Um, I was like, that's so fucking bad. Like, that's so crazy. And I bought one for a friend who was like, fuck it, I'll eat it. Sure. I bought it. He's like, oh, he's going to hate this. This is going to be so weird. And he ate it. He was like, yeah, it was okay. I like the double down. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's unhealthy, but like, whatever. Yeah. So he's like everything we eat. So yeah, like, exactly. Gives a shit. I feel like a lot of those kind of, you know, those weird fast food menu items. A lot of the time it's just weird because you haven't really like experienced that combination before. Like they started um, McDonald's, they started doing, um, you know, the McGriddle um, yeah. McDonald's started doing like a chicken McGriddle. So it was like the patty from a McChicken with McGriddle buns. Okay. I, I knew a lot of people who thought that was really weird. I had one of those this morning. It was wealthy. It's yeah. it fantastic. Yeah. I don't, th I mean, cause that's the other thing too, is like anything that they release has been so market tested that mm -hmm. by the time you get it, like, yeah, it's going to be fine. That does not seem to be the case with the Pop-A-Bowl. Yeah, the Pop-A-Bowl <laughs> just seems like a, a real miss. Holy it's, shit, yeah. dude. It's, it is, you see it and you go, that is a bowl of meat and cheese and tomato sauce. That does not sound pleasant. But surely they had that thought. So it mu they must have done something to it to make it a much more enjoyable experience than what it sounds like. No, it is exactly what you think it is. It is. It, it really feels like the narrative that like, like the narrative I have in my head is a fucking ceo or whatever of that place being like wow everybody's eating burrito bowls from chipotle what if we just did that 
I'm going to make that a thing. You all have to make it work. And uh, whatever R&D team was like, oh, no, please, no. <laughs> no, but that's the thing is like my like my mom used to make she called a pizza in a bowl all the time. It was just it was the same concept, but there was pasta involved. She would get the um, what's the corkscrew pasta called? Whatever that is. Yeah. Get that. I'm no help. You got some cheese and pepperoni and tomato sauce. Throw that on there. It's great. It's lovely time. But like it's the 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 ratio is like you know half pasta half toppings and sauce and stuff yeah this is all toppings and sauce yeah it It seems it's a bowl of cheese yeah and like i think what throws me off is like the amount of sauce that's that involved with it yeah is like it's just too much like I, I, especially like for me, I don't really like red sauce too. So the oh, okay. idea, like seeing the red sauce bowl, seems like a nightmare. <laughs> I would say there's far more cheese than there is sauce, but like, okay, yeah, that is good. that is still. I don't know that it's good though, because like, I don't mean to. I, don't, <laughs> I love cheese. I don't. So. Uh, me too. But I I don't mean to be too gauche on this podcast. But that next day. <laughs> was not enjoyable <laughs> that's the that's the thing is like Making the bowl your itself eh, well I've, I've certainly had worse dinners but i've certainly had better um that next day sucked <laughs> that, that was really not great oh fuck dude like i'll just go i'll i'll go deep on this one like was it like just everywhere or was it like like just like you couldn't because of the too much cheese no it was it was everywhere it was like, every, yeah. yeah it was well it was like it doesn't seem like a thing that would digest well yeah 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 it was well <laughs> without getting again without getting too deep there like it, it's it was a little bit of both there was some like it was it was a lot of un- discomfort and Ugh. some pain and then like uh not quite ready but then when it was time it was it was cataclysmic I I hate when you get absolutely like stomach fucked by like food that wasn't even that good. That's the thing. Yeah. I've had some delicious dinners where I'm like, well, you know what? I I know what I'm signing up for, but it was worth it. This is not worth it. hundred percent. Yeah. The, the Thai place we went to earlier, it's like my, my tolerance for spicy is all up in my head region yeah. and my body just doesn't have it. And I, <laughs> I hate that I'm at that age or yeah. whatever, where like I can relate to all those fucking boomer memes, <laughs> but like, yeah, like I know tomorrow I'm going to have a rough time yeah. with that Thai food. It's that combo of like, cause, cause Thai food and like a lot of noodle dishes, regardless of region, uh, it's is just kind of like, it, it can often be pretty greasy or not greasy, but like oily, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's what makes it taste so good. But like also that in combination with spicy stuff will just really get you. Yeah. Did you ever have um, those like ramen noodles that are like known for being like really spicy? It's got like oh, a yeah. chicken with a volcano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On um, it and the, stuff. the 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 bulldog noodles and the black in the black packet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. made a bunch of those here actually. Oh shit! Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I've got a pack of those at home right now. Yeah, I bought I bought some of that because I saw it when I was at like a an Asian grocery store. Yeah, I was like, yeah, these will be kind of cool to try. I fucking hate those things, and they absolutely wreck me. Oh really? Yeah, they destroy. They they destroy me completely. Mm. Like it's it's not that they're on their own too spicy or anything like that, but like it, you know the worst place you can get the spicy anything spicy is on your lips. Yeah, yeah. And when you're slurping up those noodles, you're just getting it it's all everywhere. over your lips. Yeah, for and it sure. just 
you just it just never ends if that's the only thing you're eating. There's too. a lot of different like custom. You know how people like get fancy with their with their ramen and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You put eggs or whatever in it. There's a lot of different customizations you can do with those noodles. Uh, and like people have like aimed at that noodles in particular because a lot of people think they taste good, but like they're, they're too spicy. Um, one thing like uh, like one thing half a scoop of like peanut butter or something like that. Oh, it makes it kind of like a spicy pad Thai kind of thing, but it also oh, like takes the edge off like really nicely. I could see that's that. something to try. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll give that a go. Yeah. There's, there's whole, I, I'm pretty sure there's whole YouTube channels dedicated to that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I like, should, I should attract it. Cause I just have them like sitting in my cabinet for like a year. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, it's just going to hurt. It's just, <laughs> it's just going to, my whole body's just yeah. going to be completely fucked by it. Yeah. No, there's a lot of stuff you can add to make that a much more pleasant experience. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the real trick. Yeah. Give that a try. Hey, uh, I was going to say, hey, speaking of pleasant experiences, but (laughs) that doesn't really, I don't know if that applies to what we watched today. It was an experience. It was an Um, experience. We watched Golden Boy. No, we We didn't. (laughs) Oh, my God. We watched watched that a few months ago. Uh, We watched we watched Sunny Boy. Oh my god, Sunny S O N N Y, not uh, not Sunny like the sun. Yeah, um, which yeah. is why I think when we went to watch Golden Boy, I think I got initially confused because you had said Sunny Boy. Yeah, and I just instinctually looked up Golden Boy. Yeah, because I was thinking sun as in like the bright yellow orb in the sky. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but no, it's a sunny boy, like somebody's somebody's son, even though there's no parents in the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of the opposite of Golden Boy in many ways, too. Yeah, um, very, no bicycles. Uh, nobody's horny, really. There's um, a, it gets a little horned towards the end. A little bit, there's that one. But like even then, like nobody's even really being horny at her. Like she's just kind of breasting boobily around and like everyone's just like, well, that's the teacher. Uh, except that one guy the um except the one guy asakaze asakaze yeah he's like he's he seems to have some weird like 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 mommy thing going on with her a little bit yeah yeah we'll get we'll get into that it's a bit a bit of a um bit of a homelander vibe to him a little bit just as much (laughs) yeah really yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh but yeah so so sunny boy is like Kind of like a more abstract and esoteric drifting heist or drifting classroom. Yep. It's like these kids are transported to a weird, different world. At first, everything's just black outside of their school. Mm-hmm. And they're like just kind of trying to figure out. Now all, everything's weird. You know, the rules inside the school are kind of different. You know, some things fix themselves without anybody doing anything. Yeah. Uh, and also, some kids have superpowers. Yes. Yeah. And what those powers are are all kind of different, but it's not anything like My Hero Academia. It's um, they remind me a lot of like uh, what was that show? Darker than black, yeah, blacker than dark. I see that kinda, a little whatever. bit. Yeah, yeah where like the black, powers yeah. are weird. They don't they don't like pay up a, a cost like, for their using their powers like darker than black. But right, yeah, but no. like but like the abilities they have, nobody has like oh I have super strength. Yeah, yeah that's know? true. Uh, Asakaze seems to be like the most complex power because like. Uh, what's her name? Mizuho, I think. Mizuho, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She can just sort of like make stuff materialize. Apparently, she yeah. Buys it off of the cosmic Amazon or whatever. Yeah. Um, that 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 stuff that sort of makes sense. But like Asakaze, he goes like, "Now you've pissed me off," and the the world starts getting all like artifacty and stuff. And yeah. People are like, "Oh, this sucks. We're in some sort of pain, but we're not exactly sure what kind of pain it is." And he's like, "I'm using my superpower," and then, but then other people are just like completely unaffected by it. Like, oh, she's just sitting there, like, "Yeah, okay, are you done yet?" You yeah, know? yeah. But it, then he can also fly. 
Yeah, his his power is a weird one because it's like it seems like one that's just there because it looks visually cool to yeah. the audience. But I can't tell what's happening diegetically. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's a big problem like a I got with this show. I cannot <laughs> tell what is happening diegetically. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, yeah, just I guess general thoughts going into this conversation here. How do you feel about the show? Uh, I, f- I saw the first episode when it when it was uh, when the season was airing, and um, I remember thinking it was pretty interesting. Uh, I like I like uh, anime that kind of goes for something a bit different, and um, I I do generally like that sort of like weird esoteric like abstract kind of thing. Um, this one though, uh, I don't know if it was the best execution of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm in a the similar camp. I th- I think like if I had to do like a one sentence review, it would be like. I really want to like this show. Meets, yeah, that's where I'm yeah. at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's I guess let's let's break it down kind of episode by episode here sure. as we do. Uh, so my first thoughts when we were watching, like I think we were like halfway through episode one, and I was like, I feel like we skipped the first six episodes of this show. They really do just throw you in there. They yeah. just chuck you in deep. Like the school is already in this like alternate alternate dark dimension. Yeah. Characters are talking about superpowers. Characters are using their superpowers mm-hmm. and things. And like it, it, it's sort of setting up like this Lord of the Flies type th- th- scenario where the kids are in charge. There's no teachers or anything. Yeah. But it's way more weird. Like Definitely. in terms of the visuals, but I really like the visuals. For Me the too. Show. I think visually it's very interesting. The the animation seems like uh, the actual like movement of it seems like kind of intentionally choppy a lot of the time. Yeah. And then there's kind of other parts that seem almost rotoscoped, like they're a little weirdly too smooth. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely got a style to it, though. Yeah, like, for sure. None of it feels uh, like they're trying to cut corners or anything. Everything feels like. Yeah, the characters are moving kind of weird or the frame rate's a little off. Yeah. Well, this is a weird scenario that they're in. And it kind of eases you into like the kids think it's weird and you think it's weird, the audience. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, I also really like the color palette of it. It's like it's oh, very vibrant, yeah. you know, and and they use that to great effect with like a lot of their uh, environments and whatnot. Like I think the vast majority of our six episodes were spent like in a, in a you know, island beach sort of scenario. And that's always really pretty to look at. A lot of nice clouds and blue skies and sandy beaches and whatnot that was pretty nice yeah there is a really good use of color like throughout it where a lot of the colors are very vibrant yeah you know and very uh kind of contrasting other colors in the same area yeah and kind of minimal shading as well like yeah the, the only shading really is like when one thing casts a shadow on another thing you know and even then it's it's very much like it's like uh, a two-tone sort of deal exactly well it's yeah. like yeah like my arm is white and then where the shadow is is like just a, a darker white but yeah. there's no like gradient or anything like that yeah exactly. everything's very hard shadows yeah all that yeah um, which is it's very nice it gives it, it I, I think it sort of lends in this case kind of lends to that sort of other, otherworldly feel too yeah. you know what i mean i i think so yeah, yeah. and I, I i think additionally like the the I guess cinematography is the right word in anime. We're 29 episodes in. Sure, yeah, we'll figure it out. But like the the camera angles and the the shot choices that they have, I think, were also really good. Yeah, totally. Throughout this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's a a looker. It's very nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, And I I feel like that's the biggest reason why I really want to like this show. (laughs) Yeah. And I think this first episode is really good. Like, I think 
if you were just wanting to watch something that's a little bit weird, I think you could probably like watch this first episode and be like, oh, this is kind of sick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Like I was I was pretty hot on it when I first saw that first episode and I was meaning to go back to it all this time, which is why I was like, you know, trying to get that to happen on the podcast is like just a good reason to sit down and watch. But um, yeah. That's yeah. the whole point of this podcast, really. Exactly, yeah. But um, yeah, I kind of failed to to hold my interest through those six episodes. Um, it's maybe just a little too heady. I'm sure if it, if I went back and like really, you know, paid attention, multiple watch throughs and stuff like that, I'd have a much more firm idea of what's going on and like the significance of it. As it stands right now, I was struggling to like at, at certain a couple of points I just dozed off. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I think I think in general the show really suffers from like I mean, this episode has a decent amount of it too. There's a lot of scenes where characters are talking about things, but you're not being shown those things. You're just kind of being like watching characters talk or you're seeing like sort of unrelated thing. Like there's a, there's a character who has more prominence in like the second and third episode, um, Mizuho who has cats. Yeah. And when she's talking or like telling stories or when other characters are talking and she's there, you watch the cats and like, that's a good choice to kind of fill space and make it something that's kind of visually interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of the times we would be better served if we were shown like, maybe some kind of weird stylized like version of the thing that they are talking about. Yeah. Um, but then they'll like have whole sequences that have like really like nicely animated, like whole things like in the fourth or fifth episode, there's like a, a Pac-Man dimension mm-hmm. where instead of ghosts, they're like little like mice. Oh and, yeah. That and it's really weird. Yeah. And they're like showing that. And I'm like, I don't have any clue what's going on. None. What about this? And then, they spend like five minutes talking about, oh, there's these other dimensions. There's all these items that we've found over the last couple months and all these things do different things. And da, 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 da. Yeah. There's a and, lot of time skips between episodes like of months. You yeah. Know? But they don't, they don't sh- like all of a sudden they're like collecting these magic items that like seem to have magic powers, but you don't see them collect the first item. Yeah. You don't see them like, uh, they don't even have like a weird, like stylized kind of thing to show them collecting the first item that would build up how they got all these other ones. They just kind of are like, yeah, we have these things. We've been collecting them. And you're just kind of watching like, Oh, the cat is jumping up a thing. Oh, like somebody's kind of staring at the floor. Like, you can't have all these good visuals <laughs> and then also somehow be a show that tell not show. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> it, 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 um, you know, I think we, we touched on this sort of style in um, the last episode of the autopsy as well was like that sort of idea of like, there's this, this sort of complex conversation that's going on between two characters. And in order to like be engaging visually, the story, the, the, the show has to kind of, get creative with like what's on the screen as opposed to just like, you know, showing what they're talking about. They're like shots of the surrounding environment or like something that's happening with like a different character, like the cat wandering around, blah, blah, blah. I think odd taxi did that really well. I think Bakemonogatari does that like the best of any anime I can think of. Like, you know, there's a lot of other animes that do that successfully. I don't think this one succeeded at that. What it was showing on the screen was like, distracting and how like not related it was. And also on top of that was not engaging itself. Well, that and much. it's, it's good. I, it's <laughs> good that you bring up Bak, uh, Bakke Monogatari because mm-hmm. like uh, that's, so I've also only seen the first six episodes of that. But uh. The whole time we were watching this show, I was thinking about that show and Bakke Monogatari is like the main takeaway I take from that show is like, 
it is dominantly just people talking mm-hmm. and it's one of the most visually interesting shows or anime that I've ever seen. hundred percent. Yeah. And like that should be a contradiction, you know, you would think. Yeah. Yeah. But they find really interesting ways. But the thing that I think makes Bakemonogatari work that um, this show Sunny Boy doesn't do is that Sunny Boy's plot is so complicated. It's very dense. Whereas like uh, Bakemonogatari is like, yeah, it's got these crazy things going on. There's a girl with like scissors in her skirt and she has no weight and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But as weird as it is, you can still kind of follow it because, you know, every two episodes kind of has it's about one character and their issue. Yeah. You know, and you can just kind of you can stick with that. This is super heady. And it doesn't explain itself very well both in terms of what people are talking about and visually. Yeah, it gives that's a very good point. It, like it gives itself to you like a lot more uh, Monogatari. I mean, like it, it's it paces itself a lot better in like sort of feeding the audience it's uh like the plot points and whatnot. Um and also one thing that both Monogatari and uh Odd Taxi had in in that style that this doesn't have is like nobody's funny. There's there's not and I'm not talking yeah. like haha we're a comedian funny, but like there's banter and there's fun like you know interactions between like you know say Odakawa and um Shirakawa or between Sanjagahara and Araragi that this sort of thing just doesn't exist. What main character no um uh Nagara? Nagara, yeah, Nagara, Nagara. and uh like say like he's he's just kind of a He's kind of a sad sack, like the whole time. He's yeah. very mopey. He's very one note. And then, um, say like Nozomi or Mizuho, probably the two people he talks with the most. Most are just they're, they're kind of there. Mizuho's got a bit of an attitude on her, and like Nozomi's like uh, she's she's manic pixie dream girl isn't the right move, like the right word, but she's kind of a, she's weird. You know? Yeah, she's not like other girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I do find um, the Indian dude uh, Raj Raji. <sighs> I want to say Rajidani, but or something like that. Rajdani, Raj. something like that. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Um, I liked him a lot. Yeah, I, I really yeah. liked him. Yeah. Well, in, in our defense about the names, the characters don't say anybody's names throughout the entire show. Yeah, like, we were really. multiple episodes in and didn't know anybody's name. Yeah, yeah. Well, like we really had to like look it up. Yeah. At, at a point, and that's the only reason we knew anybody other than Mizuho. In the episode that introduces Mizuho, they say her name like a thousand times. Oh yeah, because they go on like a witch hunt for her, pretty much. Yeah. You know, they think she's setting the island on fire. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's, yeah, that's a whole fucking thing there. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, it has good, it has good characters, but the main character's whole thing is that he has a very like Shinji type vibe where like yeah. he's very sad, he's very depressed and he doesn't want to do anything. And the arc is everybody kind of bringing him out of his shell. Yeah. And even when he pushes back a lot of the time, it's in a very Shinji like, why are you so mean to me kind of way? Leave me you know? alone. I just want to be left alone. Yeah, I don't want to pilot the robot. Yeah. You know, why didn't anybody think about my feelings? But like everybody is thinking about they're They're talking about it constantly. They're telling you to quit being so mopey. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not trying to make him do anything like super dramatic, like being a robot. They're like, hey, swing at a baseball. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> For the most part, the, the, what they're asking of him is very low. Yeah, it's, it's really low bar shit. Yeah. Like, like, so episodes five and six, I think, when they discover his ability to uh, hop between dimensions, that's pretty That's pretty. Important. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, take I, us home, maybe. That would be cool. Could you take us home? I no? get that. Oh. I, I get that being more intense. Yeah. And it does seem like it's physically draining for him. But everything else is like, come on, dude. Just jump in the water. Like, yeah. <laughs> have a conversation with your friends here, you know? Mm-hmm. And it does have some, some, like, episode two and three 
have some moments that I really like where, uh, come on, brain, where, where it does kind of get into some very human relationships. Like episode three deals with the frozen people, right? And yeah. so it's hit. Uh, I, I really liked that episode a lot because that's uh, that's main character boy and Mizuho, um, like on on and they're basically like solving a crime. Yeah, you know, even other characters say like, "Oh, have you cracked the case yet?" Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like they're trying to figure out why these characters, like why certain people have like basically frozen. Yeah, and they're they go on this whole adventure, and throughout it they really butt heads with each other. Yeah. But it's not that they hate each other. It's that they just don't know how to get along. Yeah. And by the end of the episode, they kind of talk through their stuff and they both kind of apologize for being snappy with each other. And you kind of see their relationship grow as a result of that. Like in the following episodes, they have a much more established rapport than they did at the beginning of episode three. Yeah. And I think that stuff, I wish they would have leaned more into that. Like use all this weird, like heady visuals as a way to kind of tell the story about a guy coming out of his shell. And it seems like they want to do that. And then they also want to tell the story about extra dimensional travel and shit like that. Yeah. Cause that episode had me like that episode made me kind of feel like, Oh, I get where we're going with this. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'm down. Um, Cause it had sort of like a, like a, um, you familiar with like the phantom toll booth, like that kind of thing. Um, no, it's, it's it sort of like, super familiar, but. It, it's like, yeah, just kind of using this like weird, like abstract stuff to, to talk about like, you know, various human, uh, situations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's exactly what that was, right? Like these people who feel, um, like they're unremarkable or insignificant and nobody notices them. Nobody really gives a fuck if they're there or not. And like, they, they're, I mean, they're right. Like they, they, not that they're insignificant, but people don't notice them. They're like, they don't stand out in a crowd kind of thing. Yeah. And in response to this, they end up in another dimension where like there are these blackout curtains all around them and they like functionally don't exist to anybody. And their their form in you know the dimension that, that the rest of the characters are in it basically just takes the form of a statue essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. I think that's really interesting. And like there was a lot that they did did and could have done with that like those sort of metaphors. But like then it's like okay, well now we have to talk about the logistics of jumping between dimensions like, yeah. for an entire episode. You know. Yeah, and that stuff's all very dull. Yeah. Uh, it, well, and and it's it's funny we were we were talking about it like so the first episode is very like visually crazy doesn't really explain what's going on too well. Second episode is like all explanation. And I've said a lot of times on this podcast, like I give a pass for shows like that. Like have your first episode be cool and exciting and really show the best that your show has to offer. Yeah. Second episode, explain the plot. Sure. And I was fine with the second episode doing that. I didn't want more of it after (laughs) that. You can kind of like, yeah, there's a whole mystery going on um, about trying to figure out how things work. I don't need whole explanations about everything that you've like learned in the last like two months. Like yeah. bring me along on that adventure. Don't just tell me about it later. Totally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was uh really from the the, the gorilla baseball episode on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so episode two has a lot of explanations. There's like a witch hunt for Mizuho. Episode three and we established capitalism in this uh alternate reality dream world oh, type yeah. thing. Because that's the whole thing. They're in this utopia, but if you Use something that somebody gave to you, it like burns up. If if you give if somebody gives you something and or like if you take something from someone and there's no like you don't pay them for it or anything, or in in certain cases, Mizuho will give um uh no 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 
uh, Nagara. Nag- Nagara, yeah. Nagara. Yeah. Um, she will give Nagara something, and he's like, "Oh, let me pay you," and she's like, "No, it's on me. Like, don't worry about it." Yeah. And like her doing that as like a very conscious gesture, like I'm doing you a favor. This is on me. Like that kind of mm-hmm. thing seems to negate that process. Yeah. Anything else? If you like, you know, I take your beer right there, then like, you know, all of a sudden it just bursts into flames. Right. And yeah. So I have to pay you in Bitcoin uh, for well, for and there's beer. there's no. And that's the whole thing is like they have a girl who can like summon any item. Yeah. Right. Like who can just be like, oh, yeah, here's food. Here's whatever. But if you don't pay for it, then you don't have it. And more importantly, there's no like community tools. Somebody owns that tool. And if you're going to use that tool, you have to pay them. Otherwise, it bursts into flames. Yeah. What a you can't escape from capitalism. God damn. The thi- like, and I don't want to be like cinema sins about it. Like I understand what they're trying. Uh, like, I think I understand what they're trying to go for. But like there are community resources though. Like they say at the yeah. very beginning of the episode that like they, they have a storehouse uh, where they are like a room where they're keeping um, like food and other supplies. And because uh, things tend to reset on this, like this cycle um, it's essentially like it's limitless. It's all you can eat. You just go there whenever. To uh, be fair, that was on the school that was out in the ocean. That's still, but they still have access to it. Don't they? Yeah. Yeah. But but the stuff that they have on the island is the stuff that seems to burn up. I feel like there's ways around that then if you have access to exactly. areas where it wouldn't like, you know, it's like, yeah. well, we all have to. We have established cryptocurrency. Uh, Raj, um, I'm going to call him Raj. Uh, Raj creates cryptocurrency. He creates Bitcoin. Uh, and he's like, we're going to use this to pay each other. And that's going to no- negate the, um, yeah. the, the, the effect here. And it's like. Okay, and we and they say explicitly like, oh, this is so that people will have to work for money and they won't just be lazy and sit around or whatever. I get we're in like a survivor Gilligan's Island situation. We're trying to get out of this place situation, but like that kind of sucks when it's like, no, you could just have stuff over there. It infinitely replicates. You could do whatever you want. You could be living in a utopia right now or whatever. That's what I absolutely don't understand about the show, and that. Ah, that's the thing is that the the themes the themes of what the characters are going through are given equal weight to like the world yeah. that they're living in um if this were the if they were basically like everything was about the character and like all the other themes are just to reinforce their journey mm-hmm then like I wouldn't give a shit about certain logistics or certain little things yeah. because like, who cares? That's not important, but the show gives both those things kind of equal weight. So you can't help, but think about, well, why does that work? But not this other thing. It's very much like a, a time travel kind of issue yeah. where it's like, well, why don't you just go back in time and kill baby Hitler? Like, because wouldn't so, that just stop it? Yeah. Because so much of the rules of this universe are literally just based on vibes. Like they respond yeah. to the people's emotions in like, you know, strange and magical and unpredictable ways. And yet you're going to spend, you know, 10 minutes an episode trying to explain to us how there are actually concrete rules to this universe. Like, yeah, I don't particularly care if we're just going to use these as various metaphors for like, you know, what's going on in these characters heads and like you know just explore that make it a character show mm-hmm. but so much of it has to be spent fucking you know uh, J.R.R. Tolkien talking about like you know the, how <laughs> this fucking world works yeah exactly and yeah because yeah that's actually an excellent point yeah like it, it shouldn't matter for yeah. what for what it seems like they're trying to do uh and the world is just it's just weak like I don't <laughs> give a shit about it yeah like it, it's kind of interesting and the mystery is kind of cool but like it's like Sherlock Holmes, like explaining for like half an hour in a movie, like 
an idea that tangentially relates to the thing. And then there's a twist later that undoes what he talked about. It's like, yeah. well, why did we spend all this time talking about this yeah. shit then? Fucking yeah. <sighs> episode four, the, the gorilla baseball, like, Oh my God. One, somebody kind of mentions offhand, like, Oh, I saw, I thought I, I thought I for, uh, to, this is where he starts uh, experiencing his ability to hop between worlds. He's like, I thought I saw like gorillas playing baseball for a moment. And then the uh, cap, he's like, Oh yeah, the gorilla baseball. They play baseball. He's just just they, there's these famous like Babe Ruth gorilla man. Uh, he's he's really good at baseball, and we taught him how to play baseball recently. But apparently, it's been established and it's been around for a while. Yeah, of course they're invisible though. You can't see them. We have to talk to this other guy who like this is just one of the students. It's not like this is a native who is a scholar of gorilla baseball. Yeah, and also. We spend a whole fucking episode talking about gorilla baseball. We never watched the gorillas play baseball. Dude, episode four flat out sucks. <laughs> like, that is a bad episode. Like, I get what they're trying. Because the, the whole theming seems to be that there is a gorilla umpire who, or a monkey umpire, who, because they're they're looking for monkeys, they say in the translation. They say monkeys, but they sure look like gorillas. They're definitely gorillas because they, they don't have tails. Yeah. Um, or apes, but, at least. I don't know. But, yeah, apes, like, apes, sorry. I think, yeah. I think they are gorillas, though. Like, I think. Yeah. Because they're not champs. They're- uh, but yeah, it's so fucking dumb because, like, the, everybody wants to see the monkeys. Yeah. Everybody wants to see what's happening. And we never fucking see the monkeys. And the whole theming is supposed to be this story about, like, how it's important to be there for the rules and that when people decide to ignore the rules and kind of turn into a mob, you should be like mad about that. You know, that, that people are, yeah. Are, like you are stick un- up for what's right. Even if everybody else is, you know, against you on that. Yeah. And you should be mad if the person who sticks up for what's right gets murdered. Cause that's what happens. The monkey calls uh, a, a ball when the monkey team is clearly not going to win. Yeah. And it ruins the perfect game. The guy was about to strike him out, but apparently not. Fucked up all their fantasy scores. Yeah, and so they killed the umpire. Yeah. And that's the whole thing, and you should be mad about it and all that. The part that's super frustrating about it is that's such a fun visual image of monkeys playing baseball. Yeah. And everything is just these, like, shots of, like, the forest and the characters. Like, no, none of like show monkeys playing baseball. You cannot yeah. just talk for. I, I, it was literally like five or seven minutes. No, yeah. The telling the story of the like monkeys playing baseball. Yeah, yeah, and it happens like several times, like throughout the episode. Like dominantly, the episode is a character talking about monkey baseball. Mm-hmm. We don't see monkey baseball. And, what the fuck? And it's one thing if this was like some small time, like you know, small time, low budget, whatever. This is directed by the guy who did One Punch Man season one. It's animated by Madhouse. Like it's yeah. This is not a motion comic. This is not a little, like, you know, back alley production by three people. This is a full-fledged fucking thing, and we can't find it in ourselves to animate the monkeys playing baseball. We're just going to talk about them playing baseball for a whole episode. Like, talking about stuff that would have been really cool to see. Yeah, and I'm not even asking for, like, fully animated monkeys. Like, do something, like, weird and cheap. Like, give me the Inferno Cop of monkeys playing baseball. Show me a guy in a gorilla suit holding a baseball bat. You know, I don't care. Dude, absolutely. Give me something. Yeah. But, like, they just have him talk for, like, an episode. Yeah. It's it's like if... 
it's like if the the cell or like the Frieza fight in Dragon Ball Z happened, but like you're still we're just watching it from Chi Chi's perspective. Yeah. And then when Goku finally gets home months later, he's like, yeah. And so I fought Frieza. It was pretty tough. He killed Krillin. It made me really mad. And then I, I did this thing where my hair turned yellow and I said, I am the Super Saiyan uh, and an ally of good enemy to you or nightmare to you. It was really great. You should have seen it. And then Chi Chi goes like, OK, cool. And that's that was the whole Frieza saga. <laughs> like we never saw any of it. Frieza's already dead. It happened off screen. That's it. You know, I'm not trying to compare gorilla baseball to Frieza, but like, come on, come on, show me something. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be a show this visually interesting and then have bad visuals and then do nothing interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Just just have a, like a, a a visually boring episode. Like the, you know, the, the trees and sky and bugs and whatnot they showed where they looked nice. They yeah, were, they were well drawn and animated. Everything looked good. It was just like it's 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 such a whiff. Yeah, such a complete whiff of swing an and a miss. You might oh say. my oh. god, strike three for fucking <laughs> this show. You're out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, wasn't wasn't a fan of that one. Yeah, that one's fucking sucked. <laughs> uh, just just flat out. Um, and that's kind of like that was kind of the beginning of the end for us. Kind of yeah. Show. Um, Because episodes five and six, uh, like, they kind of have some interesting ideas, but they're just not terribly interesting. Because I I believe it's either end of episode four or beginning of episode five, their teacher shows up, Miss Aki. I think that's the very end of episode four. Yeah. No, maybe you're right. I don't know. Continue. Yeah. Yeah, Either way, it shows up and is, like, stirring up all sorts of trouble. Is like, hey, uh, you'll never escape from here. Hey, the reason you're here is because of uh, Nagara, like, uh, you know, and starts this whole witch hunt against him, which by episode six turns into like two full factions. Yeah. uh, Like one being they follow Mizaki and the other one being like just a ragtag group of people explaining a lot of plot at me. Yep. Uh, Was it five or six is when they go on the arc, the cube, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, that that one I found a little interesting. Five, I couldn't tell you a single fucking thing about episode five. Yeah, well, five has the witch hunt beginning. That's right. Thank God I took notes, I guess. And it also, it made me realize, so I wrote down like halfway through the episode, and I was like, mm. okay, yeah, maybe this is really just like, it's a coming of age story that's like a little bit weird. Okay, you know? Cause sure. I think, uh, I could be wrong, but I think, uh, I think that's the episode where main character and Nozomi are like, they're on the dock and she's like, Hey, come swimming with me. And then they go swimming and they, they see the guardian spirit, which is oh, a, bunch yeah, of fish. a bunch of fish. That was a yeah. very pretty moment. Like visually, that was very nice. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is because, because there's kind of like a conflict between like, uh, Nagara, the main character being like, uh, Oh, I kind of like Nozomi, but I can't admit it. Yeah. And all this jazz. Um, so he's kind of dealing with that. So I'm like, okay, yeah, it's a coming of age story. And then like, as the episode went on, they kept talking about the the different dimensions and shit (laughs) and all this other stuff. I'm like, it it feels like a bad time travel movie. Like by the end of the episode, I went from like, okay, I kind of see what's happening to like, oh God, fucking end me. (laughs) Yeah. And then they do actually start introducing time travel in the following episode. That that dog's been there for 5,000 years, but he, he got there. He joined the school after they all graduated, but they haven't graduated yet because they went into the the time travel. 
that's that's what fully broke me. <laughs> I mean, I like that dog though. He's yeah, he's good. great. He's, he's a good great. boy. The dog, the dog man is is absolutely an excellent character. Yeah. I definitely though did think when he showed up, I'm like, yeah, of course there's a dog man. Yeah. Now fuck it, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I. So I don't know if I talked about it on this podcast. I hate. And dogs. I mean capital H hate, hate. I hate I hate dogs, but more capital H hate. I hate time travel plots. Yeah. I like I I try not to be like a cinema sins like nitpicker type guy, <laughs> but when you incorporate time travel and it's not like a one-way route, you know? Yeah. Where like it's more ambiguous than that, fucking end me, dude. Mm-hmm. Like fucking endgame Marvel Avengers where they're like, well, uh, just don't think about it too much. Like, how about you eat my fucking shorts, dude? Like, what the fuck? Like, don't think about it. Travel back in time two minutes, and then you have eight of the time travel things. Try to travel back another two minutes. Oh, my God. Now you have 16 of the time travel capsules or whatever. Yeah. And what's what's the reason you can't do that? What's the, what's the reason you can't do that? That's my problem with time travel. So many <laughs> things can just be solved by like, oh, you fucked up? Well, let's just go back in time and not fuck up. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. They can only go back and I don't remember why they I'm sure they hand waved something away. It was like they literally can, hand wave it away. They're yeah. like, don't think about it. Oh yeah, that's right. They do they have like a line like that. Like yeah. Yeah. fucking suck my nuts yeah. whole movie. <laughs> um yeah, I I don't have quite I, I don't feel quite as passionate about hating time travel but i do think it is a pretty lame contrivance in in most situations where it shows up and here it is in this and here it is the last exactly what we needed right now yeah they find a like dimension or a this world a costco dimension yeah Yeah, they find the costco dimension but they also find the one that's uh, got a movie theater in it yeah and it's got and they they realize they can like premiere pro like film reels together yeah which there's a whole thing there, but they that by combining film reels and, and doing stuff like that, you can actually edit reality. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, let's edit our past because they find an old film reel and it doesn't work, but they don't. I don't really understand why it didn't work because because uh, they already exist in that. And so like them putting themselves in to their past doesn't erase the versions of them that we're already there so yeah. they are just sort of experience they're in that physical space but just kind of as ghosts and yeah. then it ends and they come back and like nothing has changed no, um, and i i think they make it uh, at one point somebody said something that that made me think like there was some sort of like god help us there was some sort of like multiverse thing going on like you know something could have happened one way or the other and because it happened a certain way this version of all these people have oh. been discarded from what is the one true timeline and so they're sort of adrift in time and space like and they no longer really exist because the versions of them where things happen differently they're the ones who are the real versions of them now and that includes nozomi being dead apparently yeah because there's like flowers on her desk and people are crying about her and she says more or less that she's dead yeah yeah and and that's fine but like okay then go back to the one that you're i ah <laughs> like uh, just don't or don't incorporate time travel or this weird film thing that seems like you could kind of solve any other sort of issue i don't know especially when the, the tensions are rising between them and the other group like well you have the ability to 
edit reality. So yeah, you can make them not exist. It kind of seems like what's the threat. Yeah. Like opposite of what we were talking about earlier with, uh, Dragon Ball Z and good shonen battles. (laughs) You got to establish stakes. I don't know what the stakes are other than they want to go home. Me neither. Yeah. And like not all of them want to go home. I don't think some of them, some of them are like, nope, we got, got to stay here. That's the best. Yeah. I think does Hoshi say that at some point? Hoshi, Hoshi says, says, well, that. Hoshi says that there's no getting away that this yeah, is just, yeah, he, this is just the way things there. like are going to be. Yeah. But he's also not like an asshole about people trying to not do it. So it's weird that he's so in camp. We're stuck here forever. They were setting it. It really felt like for the first couple of episodes, they were setting Hoshi up to be the main antagonist. And then it just seems like they did away with that entirely. Yeah. They when, like changed when, their mind. When uh, Aki teacher shows up, like yeah. Hoshi's just like, yeah, I'm just one of the guys. I'm just chilling. But like before, like he was, he was scheming, like, like yeah. obviously, you know, yeah. he was manipulating people to his will and stuff like that. And it doesn't feel like a twist. <laughs> it just kind of feels like, well, like why did why it. was he so hardcore earlier? Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, and I I guess you could argue like like Hoshi and uh, what's his face like Azakaze or whatever Azakaze Azakaze yeah. who has just weird powers or whatever yeah. have always kind of opposed each other, but that's not a thing that they've really set up in this show. Yeah. They just happen to have not been on the same side a couple of times. In the first episode. In the first episode and the sixth episode, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and that feels more circumstantial than, like, But the these conflict two doesn't even seem to be centered around the two of them in, in, in the it sixth does. episode. That's yeah. what I mean. So, yeah. it, like, the only, the only one that, like, really draws attention to this guy and this guy, they're not on good terms. They don't like each other. They're, like, you know, butting heads is that first episode. And there's a yeah. bunch more people involved in that. It's not a, like it's just between Hoshi and Asakaze. Because the anymore. other two people who are there, I believe, are on the side of, like, main character and... Hoshi and all that. Yeah. So they're not even on the side with superpower boy Asakaze and Miss Ake, who's like new Hitler. I don't I don't I know guess. what her fucking deal is. She says something about how the person who put put them in this whole situation, the person who whisked them away into another dimension, could very well have had powers before this event. And yeah. their powers were what triggered it. And she convinces some people. That it was n- n- Nabar- N- Nagara. Nagara. I'm never going to remember that name. Um, I mean, I'm not even positive I'm getting it right. <laughs> who knows? Um, I think you're right, though. It sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that She's convinced some people that Nagara is the reason why they're in this situation because he's the one with dimension hopping powers. Yeah. Um, and like that's that's interesting. Uh, like we could we could explore that a little more. Yeah. We don't, but we could have. I, I think too, I'm sure that'll go into more detail in, in later episodes. Well, but. And the the stakes just don't quite feel like as tenuous. Like, yes, the kids want to get home and all that, but mm-hmm. like, there's like an arbitrary like time limit that's kind of talked about by Dogman. Yeah, and I don't really understand where that's coming from. Um, yeah, and he then says also it's like one year, right? Yeah, after they're there for a year, something like that. Yeah, which doesn't as much as they explain every other little thing. I don't really understand that one. He just kind of offhand mentions it. It's yeah. like, I guess at some point they're going to start turning into dogs. I don't know. I'm sure. Well, yeah. Well, his reason for being a dog is like he was like a recent transfer or something. Yeah. I, something like that. I don't give a shit. But he, yeah. So there's like, so that's kind of stakes, but it doesn't feel super grounded in this weird world that they set up. Yeah. And then also like 
it feels like they're kind of going for like a Lord of the Flies kind of thing where like tensions are growing between these two different groups and one's got more power and but all that they're jazz. Kind of, they're kind of ignoring each other. Like fucking Kinda. Nozomi, like Nozomi pops back and forth just to chat with them sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, she shows up to ch- chat with, I think, Asakaze at a couple of tw- points. It's just like, hey, this is what's going on. And he's like, hey, where's where's uh, Nagara? And she's like, oh, he's hopping between dimensions. Go find, catch him, I guess. And then yeah. she takes off, you know? yeah. It's it, the stakes seem kind of, or at least the tension seems kind of low. Well, especially since there is no issue with resources. Yeah, you know, like they don't have a problem with tools or items like that because they invented capitalism again. Yeah, and they don't have any kind of like uh, food issues because food is just plentiful. So there's yeah. never really. It's just we want to get home. Yeah. It's not a, like, we have to get home because otherwise we'll starve and die. Like, it seems odd that they chose to add this arbitrary time limit instead of just being like, we only have enough food for six months. Sure. After six months, we will, like, that feels more like, okay, I can wrap my head around that. And it's also like, it's a physical thing in the world where, like, something could happen to that. Like, what if it burned down? Right as you were about, okay, we have two months to figure this out. Great. Yeah. Oh, no, all the food burned down, and now we only have a week. Yeah. You know, like, you could you could ramp up the tension that way. But, no, there's infinite food, basically. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like, honestly, with all the all the plot contrivances we've got going on with this, I feel like the 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 weird arbitrary to- time limit that the dog just sort of drops on them is kind of the least of my concern at this point. Like, yeah, yeah that doesn't make sense. But none of this shit makes any fucking sense. So. I just... I, I just want something to kind of ground me in what's happening. Yeah. Like why the characters want to do anything in the show. Yeah. There's none of that. Um, they do. Uh, it occurred to me that in the sixth episode, when they do briefly return, return home in a manner of speaking, um, Nagara goes like, we see the inside of, I think what it, what was the inside of his apartment? Yeah. Um, it is like empty the lights are off there are bags of garbage everywhere which kind of implies to me like you know he's, he probably doesn't like his home life yeah. like at all his parents are somewhere not here and like you know it's it's like some sort of maybe depression i don't know going on so it makes sense like why he would want to sort of disappear to another world and like kind of that backs up um what the teacher was saying there there's a part where he even admits it to all of the other students where he says i don't even care if we go back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is a dumb thing to say when everybody's about to kill you because they think you're the guy who sent them there. Yeah. Like, totally. oh, don't kill me. However, I do love that we're not <laughs> home right now. I know you yeah. guys all want to go home, but this is great. Like, that thing it, you guys want to kill me for? Yeah, that is cool to me, actually. Yeah. I do I, like that. I actually, yeah. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't kill me about it, but it, it is cool to me. Yeah, just absolute dumb shit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's so many, there's so many plot points that in isolation are like are interesting, and there's so much like that the show does have going for it. It's just none of it connects to me at all. Absolutely, it's yeah. very ungrounded for like a show that seems to want to tell like what should be a grounded story about yeah. a character kind of like learning to connect with the people around him. Yeah, you know? and other characters learning to connect with other people around. Them, yeah, you know. And that's a very, like, basic human story that's important and good to tell. Yeah. And instead, I don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It doesn't make a lot of... doesn't didn't hit home, it sounds like. Absolutely. I don't know if we want to get into, like, the rating thing. I don't know if there's anything more. I don't really know. I... Okay. Our rating system. Yep. To explain it for everybody, we have keep watching, mm-hmm. 
eh, and total garbage. Mm -hmm. It has to fall in one of those three categories. There's no half scores. There's no, you know, point five. Yeah, no point fives or anything. Um, I am like, I want to give over total garbage. I'm really hovering into total garbage with this one because, like, I want, like, I feel like I should give it an eh because, like. It is visually great. Yeah. I mean, this is a great looking show. And the very uh, one thing that we never brought up was the um, the use of background music and the lack thereof. Like for the vast majority of this show's runtime, there is no musical cues whatsoever. Yeah. Like, it's silence besides voices and, and sound effects. Um, and that does like sort of add to the atmosphere in a lot of situations. And when on the rare occasion that that background music does come in, it, it's really impactful. I think that's really cool. Like, it's presentation. There's a lot of cool stuff going on there. Like there is a lot of merit beyond like it's confusing and busted ass story. And I think that's a really good way of putting it. That the, the presentation is really solid yeah. because I, I've been thinking about this a bunch the last few weeks. Like how much do I care about plot? Mm. Um, and the, the feeling in talking to myself while wandering around the apartment mm. is I prefer, I will take visuals and style and like uh, over like uh, a super coherent plot most of the time. Yeah. The thing that I've, the more I think about it though, is I want a plot that at least the plot has to be like, at least make a certain level of sense. Sure. You know, at least be followable. Cause like I, I, as much as I like like crazy visuals, I don't like experimental films where it's all crazy visuals. Yeah. I just get super bored. Yeah. You know, I can watch maybe five minutes and I'm like, I'm going to do something else. (laughs) Um, So I need the plot to kind of carry me to a certain extent. Yeah. And then the visuals can do the rest. This show to me doesn't have, enough plot combined with too many instances of tell don't show or where it should be showing instead of telling. Yeah. Yeah. I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. I, I, I do have uh, much more of an appetite, I think for uh, like abstract and experimental visuals and stuff like that. And on that level, I do really appreciate what the show is going for. And like, you know, when it comes to like art versus story versus music versus blah, 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 like all the individual components, like, I, I kind of have two minds of like, you know, what I felt as like a viewer and like how I feel about these individual like crafts that are being applied and stuff like that. And like, as a viewer, not for me, I thought this was, this feels very up my alley. There's a lot of similar stuff that I was very much into this, however, left me pretty cold. Uh, but Mm -hmm. like kind of admiring stuff, like, like I was talking about with the music and the, um, and the, the animation and art design and environmental design and blah, blah, blah. Like that was all, a lot of it was really great. Like there was a lot that I could appreciate just sitting there watching. Um, so I can't, for me, for me, I'm pretty convinced on on my meh rating. I, I think that meh. not only are there like there's plenty of people I know who like you know just care about like animation, like they want to see cool stuff in motion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like there's something there for those people. And yeah, you know, and like me personally, I didn't vibe with it, but like I could definitely see a lot of other people enjoying this. I'm sure there's some sort of fan base for this that like really loves what it's got going on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for them, I would say for them, I would say like, you know, go for it. Uh, me personally, though, I, I have very little interest in continuing this. I, I yeah, yeah. Because really. there's others where like, like Eat Man, I wouldn't recommend that to fucking anybody. 
Like, right. That's, that is a total garbage because like uh, there is very little redeemable to me. I wouldn't say, though, that for me, at least that the the barrier is eat man or worse for total garbage. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's just my that's just my shining. Example yeah, of yeah. Because it is that show is total garbage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's I think with with. I, I think with this one, I am kind of moving it towards total garbage Yeah, in that. I hate how many instances there are just characters talking about things that are could be visually interesting. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really seem like there's an attempt to even try to get that visually across to the audience. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really frustrates me about this show is that they're, they don't branch out. They don't want to try to do like you could do a different animation. St- like I think about something like Mind Game. Kind of kind of has a similar sort of like theme with a character like learning about themselves. Yeah, sure, sure. But that show or that movie has like really crazy visuals. Yeah. And like I never I felt like the visuals were front and center and that the plot was competent enough to carry you through the weirder side of things. Yeah. I feel like the weirder side of stuff is good in this show, but there's there's not enough to carry me through the plot. Yeah. Like I don't want to watch more of this show i mean like, stuff like mind mind game was um was uh masaki yuasa uh, yeah same project. guy who did keep keep your hands off yeah, yeah 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 and i i think that like in in most of his stuff like the 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 format like of of anime and animation is a vehicle for him to like do cool stuff in that realm right we're not making any bones about the fact uh, about that fact like we're, he's not pump faking like there's this incredible story he's trying to tell like don't get me wrong like uh, the story in like mind game and say devil man cry baby and all that stuff's great but like that's not what we're here for he's not going to sit us down and fucking lore dump on us for 20 minutes because that's not what this movie's here the movie's here to do or what his shows are here to do yeah and i and i think i think uh what i what i drunkenly brain spaced on is that what frustrates me about this show is that it could be a really great visual thing yeah but it instead falls back on like really weak thing things that you would expect from really bad movies or animation. Kinda, yeah. Like I think about the Avatar live action movie. That movie <laughs> has so many instances of characters just saying that like there's a part where like, you know, they say that like characters just fall in love or that these characters do all these things mm-hmm. and they don't like they don't really show it. And there's even an argument to say that Avatar, the live action movie has better like show don't tell than this fucking anime. That's right. And that, yeah. And dude, (laughs) that I've never, that's, I watched that movie recently and it's been a long time since I've had that feeling of, I don't, I don't want to watch more of this movie, you know? And I don't have that necessarily like same vibe, like getting through these six episodes wasn't, awful yeah but the last been worse the last three were like when we went into episode six i was kind of like i had in the back of my head like can we just do five i i had that exact same thought yeah Yeah. and i i i don't even have i don't have that about i can't think of another like meh show that i've been like could we just stop uh, that's and, true and so i'm not i'm not trying to say that meh isn't a good rating because yeah. i'm i'm with you but i think i'm gonna put it in total garbage for me that's fair that's fair i think the show could have been really good yeah. but just isn't 
Yeah. And that's that to me is more frustrating than just mediocrity <laughs> in some ways. Yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of a lot of squandered potential for sure. Um yeah, I, I got I'm gonna stick with meh. I think that there is a lot of cool stuff going on, but it could have it it was like really hamstrung by like a lot of what it was trying yeah. to go for. Um it occurred to me like there's some kind of there's some storytelling beats that kind of smack of like Neil Breen to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I'm really curious where you're going. I'm, with like, this. I'm just talking about what's that? Um, uh, oh, oh, oh. The fucking movie where he's got all this. Oh, well, he's got superpowers in like every movie. Um, <laughs> the, he's a super hacker all the time. <laughs> not the one where he hacks the government. It's the, um, there's the, fuck, now I can't remember the plot of that shitty movie. He's like an angel or a demon or something. No, there's the, there's oh. the twins. Oh, and it's like the apocalypse. Yeah. And it takes place in Vegas or some shit. Yeah, yeah. And there's just yeah. all this like wacky shit going on. And he's like, and he sits there and he goes like, and I'm sent here by the he's apostles. Like techno Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's techno Jesus and stuff. And he sits there and tries to tell you this story that like, I'm sure sounds dope in his head. Yeah. But like, he doesn't have the tools to convey it properly because he's not a particularly well, he's not a good screenwriter or director or actor or any of those things. And I, and that kind of comes, it kind of comes across in a, like in a similar vein. I'm like, I'm sure what this person had, like the, the guy, uh, cause the director also screenwriter, like I'm sure what he was going for is dope in his head where he has unlimited runtime yeah. and, and a captive audience being himself to like flesh it out entirely. Right. I don't think that came across. I agree. And it's, it's funny when you bring up Neil Breen, because I believe, I can't remember the name of it, but I believe that movie came up before the movie where he hacks the government. And, and oh, wait, so it kind of watched that movie first, the, where he hacks the government. First. Yeah. I assume that was the first one. No, no. I think that's like his, is it I Twisted think, Pear? I think is third. that the one where he's techno Jesus? Uh, Twisted Pear is that's the, the one, one where, where he twin. has a twin. That's right. That's right. Um, double down is double down that could be. i believe that's the one where he hacks the government and oh. all those people kill the end yeah, themselves yeah. <laughs> at the end. and that is a great example of like hey i hacked the government and the government's evil and then all those people kill themselves yeah. or whatever silly as it is that's some show you know <laughs> that's some show and tell right there that's fucking great he's knocked like 17 laptops off his desk for this moment <laughs> exactly he's destroyed so many so many uh lenovo yogas or whatever those are called <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's fucking that's so fucking good. Yeah, it's it's funny with with this show. I wouldn't it's it's like okay, talking about total garbage mm-hmm. here and that rating and uh if somebody said, "Oh, I love original Eat Man." Like the one that we gave total garbage yeah. to. Um if somebody said they loved that, I would probably be willing to like box them in a ring. Like <laughs> Like if they genuinely could prove that they love that, I'd be like, all right, let's go. To, let's throw yeah, it out. All we right. Fight now. Uh, we can't both be here. You are absolutely wrong. Uh, you're a dumb idiot. But with this show, if someone was like, I actually, I really like it. And I think it really worked for me. I'd be like, all right, I disagree, but no, I, I like it. I think I that, get where you're coming from. I think that like, cause there is good stuff in it. And like, if that kind of carried more weight to me, then like maybe I would be more willing to like engage with it on its own terms and maybe watch it multiple times and read the wiki and like yeah. take the time to figure out what they're trying to tell me. And like, I'm sure it would be a lot more enjoyable then. Like I said, yeah. I'm sure like I've, I've seen tweets by people who have, who have recommended this. anime. Yeah. Like somebody out there really likes it. There are people out there who really enjoy it. And like, I don't, you know, I don't think anybody's wrong for liking anything, but like, I don't think I, I, I get it on some level. Yeah. And, know? and I, and I think with this one too, though, it's like, I could see somebody being like, 
Stu and Bakri like just don't appreciate like visually interesting anime or like the more heady stuff because this show I prefer Golden Boy to to Sunny Boy, you know. Oh, Golden Boy! I mean, Golden talking Boy. about visually like impressive anime, yeah, that, that fucking kills. Dude. And I, Golden and Boy is I, I can see some like pretentious guy being like, "We just don't get it," and it's like I I hard disagree. I think that this show has the the trappings of a very smart show, but actually isn't that smart. <laughs> That it just it just doesn't work as a this this I think should have been like a novel or something like I don't think sure. it's making the most of anime as a medium. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm kind of taking the more charitable approach and assuming that like I'm sure if you have all the pieces and you put them together of like what they've been telling us with these lore dumps like that 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 what they're saying makes sense and that it's cohesive on some level. Yeah. I don't think that they've done a good job of conveying that. Or yeah, giving me reasons who want to learn that, yeah, which uh, is a dramatic failing, obviously. You know, yeah, I th- I think that's I think because like in in some ways, yeah, you and I are dumb as hell, yeah. but on other ways, like we we like to give shows a fair shake, and I don't think we're like totally inept at understanding like what's happening, yeah. and I I just don't think the show succeeded. Yeah, um, I also want to bring up just as a tangential side note here mm. uh that i i was reading like internet comments about this show uh oh. while you um while we were like taking a break and i was like i typed in like sunny boy confusing and i was reading like forum threads like yeah. do other people think this is confusing and yeah a lot of people do think it's weird but one of the comments i saw over and over was people saying oh if you think this is confusing, then you're not going to like Serial Experiments Lane. And mm, I got to say, I understood. Hard disagree. Hard disagree. Oh, no, if, no, if no. you see that and you didn't like, and you're like, oh man, like I, 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 I didn't understand Sunny Boy. I can't watch Serial Experiments Lane. You can watch Serial Experiments Lane. It's not that crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, like yeah, the story is kind of out there, I guess. But like they do, they, I mean, a lot of that story is conveyed to you visually. It's not like Lane just sits there and talks about like how she's becoming Techno Jesus. Like, yeah, exactly. You, know? you see her, <laughs> you see, see her room turn into Techno Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's and it's a lot not, of really good visuals for that show. And, and it does benefit from the fact that it's focusing on, on one teenager and not like 30. Um, yes. But like, yeah, I mean, like they do a much better job of, again, Conveying that story and in parts where it doesn't make sense immediately or where it's confusing, they give you many reasons to continue like, oh, I'll, I'll get this eventually. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I had faith through the entire time watching Serial Experiments Lane that like I'll get it, you know, or like that, you know, if I if I take this time, like you stick to it, like even if I don't understand every little thing like that, it'll, it'll have been worth my while. I do not feel that same assurance watching Sunny Boy. Absolutely. I I have no desire to watch the next six episodes because I don't feel like it's really going to pay off. I also saw when I was like looking up confusing, uh, it was like uh, Sunny Boy ending explained. I was like, oh God, if there's like an ending explained just from typing in Sunny Boy, like, okay, I'm not ready for whatever they're trying to do at the end. That's hard too because like there's so many movies that like I don't even consider like a, yeah pretty, I, I know it's pretty it, yeah. simple to me but like you know, that, that, <laughs> i have like, a pretty high iq <laughs> yeah like the the ending explained uh, like you know industry is such a thing yeah. now that like you know people are going to make ending explained videos for like anything really but i could see it being warranted with a weird show like this where Certainly. like it's it needs an ending explained not because it's too weird for the normies but because it's like just does not give itself across very well. Yeah. 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 And like, 
I, I will say also that like there, there is, I do appreciate when like, if you have just this, like, if you've got this, this vision in your mind, like the, the guy, you know, writing and directing this, he's got this vision for it and he knows what he wants and he did it. And like, there's obviously people who connected with it and it resonated with them. And like, not everything has to appeal to everybody. This doesn't have to appeal to me, but like, and, and I can respect like, yeah, okay. You didn't have to, you didn't dumb it down. So like everybody like had to get it or whatever, but like, I didn't, I, I have zero interest in continuing down uh, the rabbit hole. Like I try to expand my horizons and sort of like, you know, reach out a little bit to like, sort of like expand the, the depth of what I can, I can appreciate as a, as art. I ain't got it in me for this one. No, nah, yeah. absolutely not. And I can't imagine it being all worth it by the end of it. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah. If you love, if you love Sunny Boy, I'd, I'd love to hear why. Yeah. In, I'd be- in the amount of characters that are permitted on a YouTube comment. Yeah. That's yeah. No more yeah. than that. I think it's a decent amount. So I think you're good there. It's like what, 500 more? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got it. 500, 500 letters or characters or less. Go. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me what you hate well. about Twitter, Stu. What, you know what I hate about fucking Twitter, man, is you'll be on your timeline. You're scrolling like on my phone because I have it on my phone. I had it off my phone for ages. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when we created the Battle School Dropouts uh, Twitter account, which is at Battle School Pod, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> always be plugging. I'll always be plugging. Uh, it is so you'll be scrolling through the timeline and you'll see a funny joke. Oh, I want to check out more about mm-hmm. that. And it replaces the tweet. It doesn't move it down. It replaces it with a fucking ad <laughs> in like real time. Like, oh, what's that? It's a, it's a fucking McDonald's ad. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's super. Oh. Like, I get that. I get that very frequently when yeah, it's something sad going on. It's like I've it's, I see like I'll read the first five posts. Or words of a tweet is like the queen is dead. (laughs) My grandmother (laughs) passed away this morning or something. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. And then like I'm like, oh, I'm continuing to read it. And then like it's all the Twitter's all of a sudden like, never mind. Look at this. You want (laughs) to shop at HM? I'm like, no, I've never done that. Yeah. Just just if you wanna if you wanna sell me something through an advertisement. You know, I all I do is look at Sonic stuff. Just give it. If you yeah. put Sonic stuff in front of me, I buy it. If it's a shot glass, it's 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 a pizza cutter, it's a coffee cup, it's fucking any sort of plush. I got a rubber ducky that also looks like Knuckles. I'll, I'll fucking yeah. buy it if it's Sonic related. Right? Yeah. It's funny that like advertising hasn't reached that point because it's it's kind of the same for me with like uh, a lot of like Warhammer shit. Like yeah. you put Warhammer shit in front of me at like a decent price. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm like yeah. jazzed. And they track this stuff. They track they, how many people should. click through it and who who click through it also buys it, you know? Yeah. Like you put some fucking spy family, like, like figures in front of me. Done deal. I've, I've got some that I've had on like pre-order for like <laughs> six months. Yeah. If I ordered a bunch of manga with it and I'm still waiting on the manga that's been released because it has <laughs> to come with my weird pre-orders. Yeah. I'm so mad, but that's unrelated. I don't know. It seems like a really bad marketing strategy to be like, I want to advertise on the website that interrupts what people are looking at. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's like, like a surefire way to get me to not look at your ad. Yeah, like because it's not even like YouTube where it's like you're expecting the ad to show up. You're like, oh, what's this post? Oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. Ba-cha! You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm reading a book and someone slaps the book out of my hand and then puts a, a flyer for, I don't know, Taco Bell in my hands instead. 
And my first thought is not going to be like, oh, they got the they got the the, the cheese of gordita crunch combo is back. I'm going to be like, hey, I was reading that. Yeah, like your Twitter feed has to suck for you to be like reading a post and then be like, oh, actually, I do want to buy that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> though I think they should go harder with it now. I'm thinking about it. Like, imagine if you were like typing up a tweet and in the middle of typing it up, it like added an ad in the middle of there. There like, you go. It's like, oh man, I'm so excited for Sonic Frontiers. Buy more McDonald's at <laughs> McDonald'sApp.com. Yeah, and listen to the explicit version of the ending theme. I say fuck in it. Dude. So I'm excited so, for Sonic Frontiers. It's, Frontiers looks good. It looks really good. I, I like I feel like I'm I'm putting a curse on it saying that, but like Frontiers it, looks like it could be really fun. It looks sick. The music's great. And any like they've been they've had demo booths at like the last several gaming conventions or whatever. People like Pretty much across the board, people who have tried it says it controls great. It's a lot of fun. So yeah. like, they they did it. They uh, it, Sonic could be good. Could be good. I uh, I follow uh, what's his face like Keith Stack or whatever. Oh, yeah, and he he's, like he's every day is posting like you know fifty six more days. You know, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm actually kind of excited about yeah. that. I never thought I'd be excited for the release of a Sonic game. I know. Like, unironically, like, <laughs> oh, shit, this could be... Like, if the like, I'm going to wait for the reviews, so I'm probably not going to buy it day one, oh, but, like, one. I could see... M- m- frame one the moment I possibly can. <laughs> I'm taking time off of work and everything. But, but for me... Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's believable. But, of like, for, for me, I, I haven't bought a Sonic game, like, unironically, really, you know? Like, outside of, like, a Humble Bundle or something, sure, where it was sure. like, oh, all the Sonic games for, like, $2? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I, I could see myself, if it gets, like, decent reviews from, like, people that I, like, listen to, mm-hmm. I could buy that, like, within the first three days, Can and we? I can't believe that. Yeah. I'm so excited. They fucking... I, the loading screens put you in a training mode like Bayonetta. Yeah. That's you got to believe in the mechanics of your game to, ha- to put it front and center you like do that. Sick fucking combos. Like, this yeah. Is a, yeah. Cause if your combos fucking suck, like Sonic 06 or something, <laughs> you don't want to have a loading screen where they can do something. You don't do combos in Sonic 06. You just hit the slide and then go in a circle and you hit them uh, like a million shadow times. has really shitty combos. Oh, that's so, right. Don't forget right. about that. I was just thinking about Sonic proper, but yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Sh- shadow has a really cool thing where he does air combos instead of air dashing to the next guy. So he just dances in the air and gets hit by projectiles. Hell yeah. It's so cool. Hell I yeah. love Shadow. He definitely doesn't feel like an afterthought in Sonic 06. Um, I haven't actually played Shadow's story. Can you chaos control? Can you teleport? Not in the beginning, at least where we are at. That's where where Will and I were playing it. And we played through the entire Silver storyline. And we're like, wow, that was pretty bad. And then you play through Shadow. And Shadow feels despite having like vehicle mechanic, like his signature level, like the level that he starts in, that should be like the thing that's built around his mechanics that yeah. you throw the other characters in. Cause you need padding, but it sucks. Yeah. His signature level, like the, the winter fortress or whatever sucks for him. It was probably <laughs> the least playable for him. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they never let him, they never let him teleport in the, in, in the gameplay, like in Sonic forces episode shadow, you, you play through a level and you just run, you're just uh, rocket skating through it. Yeah. You know, same old. And then in the cutscene, the jackal who will then become infinite attacks you. And then he's like teleporting around doing like, you know, Dragon Ball Z, punch him over this way, teleport behind him, kick him into the, you know, do yeah. that. but you can't do that in a gameplay way. Like, 
So like, there's if, no Dragon Ball Fighters moves. Yeah, for no, Shadow. exactly. That's a shame. I'm I I really hope that like if 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 it's a Frontiers two or if it's Frontiers DLC, I do hope that there's going to be more playable characters in the future. It'd be really cool to see those different move sets expressed in that. I'd like sense. to see Shadow, given his like badass nature, like release like a Metal Gear Revengeance style game, <laughs> but with Shadow. Like that could be sick. That's called that's called Shadow the Hedgehog. It's that's, here. Do not compare Shadow the Hedgehog to Revengeance. He's please. got a, he's got a sword and a cool theme song. Nah. And well, okay, shit. That is ninety percent of the reason why I like Revengeance. There you go. Shit. We're we're, we're lacking a Senator <laughs> Armstrong, but otherwise we got all the components. Okay, the only way they can up it is if Shadow kills the president yeah like the final boss is the president <laughs> of the united states like make him obama and i'm like okay sure. games games got something to there say oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do they do have uh like there's the the good and the evil routes and the way that you get the the evil route is just by killing police robots so, police ro- yeah. yeah they're 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 gun bots of course, Wait, uh, all police robots are bastards dude uh, all a a prab a prab, dude. Not A-prab. as catchy, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it's out there though. Yeah. A prab. <laughs> we're 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 the first A prab uh, podcast. Yeah. I guess there are police robots out there now. Oh yeah, no that. Oh, that's sad. That the, like the, the robo dogs. Yeah, I forgot that. Oh, I hate the future so much. No, that is an actual thing. There's police robots, so we can't even be jokey about that. It, in in reality, all police robots are. Bad. Honestly, you you can shoot the police robot. Like, you should. like I, I think you are you're under moral obligation to shoot police robots. I think so. Yeah. Drone, robo dog, take them out. Any of them. Yeah. Yeah. They shouldn't even be allowed to stop you. They will, but they shouldn't be allowed yeah. to. Yeah. Robocop, if they make Robocop in real life, shoot oh, that guy. Yeah, take him out, yeah. dude. I I love the Robocop movie. Real life, not not a great, not no. a great thing. Yeah, yeah, that should have stayed in the movies and Mortal Kombat eleven. He's <laughs> in that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is I love it. Yeah. Smash Bros uh, for dads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Right? It's no, like, you're not wrong. You're not we wrong. We got Robocop. We got Rambo. We got fucking. Oh uh, who God. else is in it? Uh, I think uh, Jason. Uh, was, From I think Jason uh, was in 10. Friday the 13th. Oh, maybe. Freddie, Freddie, Jason, and, and, and Leatherface and the alien, I think are all in 10 oh they're not i just confused those two games because they look fucking identical to me yeah it's 11 seems in many ways like dlc they 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 do change mechanically but visually they're very similar i gotta say both those games though you watch like the you go on youtube you type in like mortal Kombat movie or whatever and it shows like basically the thing without the, the the actual gameplay yeah fucking great movies oh yeah nrs has figured out the 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 fighting game story mode in a way that like no other developer is really even the action scenes in those are like where you're not like actually fighting are sick like watching people like fight people like this is so cool i guess i have to bring i totally forgot uh i was gonna bring up during the the hanging out segment but i saw the tekken netflix series there's a tekken yeah okay it's i'll have to go more into more detail about it because we're about to hit two hours i'll go into more detail in the next episode but pretty dope yeah look forward to the next episode where we're gonna talk about that yeah talk about yeah talk about tekken i'll talk about how i watched you get dunked on at a tekken tournament multiple tekken tournaments yeah <laughs> yeah we watched that guy throw up and then i went oh two at a tekken tournament <laughs> great time that was a great saturday can't wait to do it again <laughs> uh, <laughs> well let's wrap up here uh we so we we rated the show. Uh, hey, if you like this show, Battle School Dropouts, uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
Uh, we don't have any fancy URL for that, but you can also follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Find out what we're going to talk about uh, for the next episode. Uh, that's Battle School Pod, uh, and we're also on we're on Podbean, we're on Spotify. I can't get us on iTunes. I've tried. Well, so, yeah. but those other two things. I mean, Spotify is big. You know? Spotify, yeah. Got there Spotify, you go. got YouTube, we got options. You know. Oh, uh, how can people track you down? Um, you can go to my SoundCloud, soundcloudcom slash Mammoth. You can also go to my Twitter. Twitter.com slash 8mammoth. That's the number 8 and then mammoth. Um, I don't post much on my SoundCloud. Uh, I do have some music stuff in the works, but uh, nothing I can talk about right this moment. It's all um, good music, though. It's the music it. in this you. show. It is, I, I yeah. do also, yeah. I do the music, uh, the intro and outro and whatnot uh, in the show or in, in this this podcast. Stu does the visuals. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so. Give us a follow, sound off in the comments, like, and subscribe, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. All that, yeah, all that jazz. Yeah, and if you like the show and you think of somebody who else who would like it, tell a friend. Yeah. You know, That's the only way we can really grow it at this point. So yeah. uh, we appreciate it. If, if uh, this show wasn't too heady and experimental and confusing for you, <laughs> you know. I got to figure us talking about the show is like a more like esoteric, <laughs> abstract experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm at Hentai Pizza Lord. You can follow me on Twitter. That's right. I post a lot of bullshit now that it's on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. Uh, but yeah, I guess that, that wraps us up for yeah. this extra interdimensional episode. That's right. Uh, stay tuned next time when we watch uh, Doraemon. Uh, yeah, we are definitely we're uh, tune in next week. We're going to watch the first six episodes of Pokemon. Just there, like what yeah. he said there. Got to catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Yeah. Doraemon. <laughs> I didn't realize how well that works. I'm like, pretty man, clever, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. ready for it. <laughs> <laughs>